0: That's right, gentlemen. We're headed back to Pandora this week. Oh, yeah. Hope y'all ready for your trip. Ladies and gentlemen, hope you're ready for your trip this week. If you bought your ticket, it cost you like at least $30 a ticket. Probably had to take out a loan to take the whole family. <laughs> all right, It's time to go back to Avatar, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Cinemax Avance, a.k.a. the greatest podcast in the world. We've got Ryan over here. What's up? We've got Sean over there in the corner. Yes, sir. Looking all chill and relaxed. I am. Ryan, you ain't got no Bills <laughs> stuff on this week. What's going on, man? Everything good, all right?
1: Oh, we're doing good. Yeah, yeah. top of the AFC, baby. Yeah, okay, no complaints just, here. Just make Bills sure def- you represent, man. The Bills defense won me a fantasy game. Nice, I man. Help, help win me a fantasy game is for sure. Your quarterback got me into the playoffs, man. I, so thank yep. you very much. I'm in the quarterfinal <laughs> round right now. I need yep, to win so two more games, and that's it for me if I can win it. So two, that's what I'm talking 300 about. Three hundred bucks. Let's go, three hundred bucks. Three hundred so, bucks right there, man. You can do some damage with three hundred oh, dollars yeah. right
2: here. Oh yeah, I know we got to play Cincinnati before the season's over.
1: Yeah, I got, yeah, I got Joe Burrow, so uh, I don't know. I might have to change my defense for that one, but hopefully I can make it. So I'm scared of that game. Yeah, they got Jamar Chase; they be killing. So. Alright, so we ready to go back to Pandora? Let's go, man. Let's go on
0: back. Brian, we ready to go back to Pandora? I'm um, excited. You, you a little bit excited or a lot of bit excited? What's going on? A, l- a little
1: bit excited. Yeah, uh, I'm mildly excited here too.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm trying to contain my excitement. I'm just going on just lower my expectations and hopefully James Cameron does what he does and he just blows everything out of the, the water for us. No pun intended on that one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No. Uh, do, y'all, do y'all do that thing where y'all go back and watch the original film before you watch the sequel? Uh, yeah, yes. I did that
1: with Wakanda. I did that. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I to do that, yeah. but it, yeah. it
0: was hard to watch Chadwick, Chadwick. It was hard for me to watch that. But no. And you know what, Ryan? I have to admit. When you write, right, you do be right. What's this? Like, Sam Worthington is like the most unstarred big star I've ever the seen in my life. The blandest
2: <laughs> lead actor of all
0: time. He is so dull.
3: Yeah.
2: I
0: don't know how the hell he ended up getting a job on this big-ass project, but he has to be the most boring, I guess. If you, Do you want to call him a superstar? Hell no. Not even close. Yeah, but the box office numbers that he just happened to be getting in, it's just, it's just one of those things where it just baffles me that somehow... He became like one of the biggest stars in the world just because he is in the biggest movie ever made. He,
2: he is, but everybody who saw that original Avatar, we knew who the star of that movie was. That was Londa. She, she, she carried that that
0: movie. Who? Zoe Saldana. Sels- Zoe, Zaldana? Zoe? Zaldana? Yeah. Zaldana, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> she, was, she
2: was a star of that movie. Oh yeah. She's she iconic in that role. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: she's all. Well, unlike him, she's linked to other big projects. She's in. True. You know, she was in uh, Star Trek. Yes, she was. And also, she has the Marvel universe in her back pocket as well, so she knows Very how true. to link herself to big projects. So yes. Avatar, I felt like it wasn't like the big payday it was for him. She still, ha- I'm, I'm bet she make more money off Guardians of the Galaxy. And
2: ooh, uh, old guy who plays the blind man in these uh, two movies, Yeah, uh, yeah. Breaking the House.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, what's don't, that? Don't, it? don't
1: breathe. Don't breathe. Yeah. There we go.
0: Oh, uh, is it Stephen Lang?
2: Stephen. There Lang, we go. Yeah, Stephen yeah. Lang. Yeah. Yeah. He
1: even he broke out off post
0: Avatar. Hell yeah!
1: I didn't never. I've never seen him before that. So. No, I
0: mean, he, he 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 is one of my favorite actors in the first one. He they, absolutely made the first sure. one like oh, worth yeah. watching. He was
1: big time uh, badass. Yeah. I love Sigourney
0: man. Weaver. Yeah. You know, and contrary to what Jennifer Lawrence thinks about her being the first male oh, no nah, the first female uh, action star. No, you heard that bullshit Wood. that yeah. she said. I was yeah, like, yeah, what the, the fuck hell? Fuck she must have been high as fuck when she said that. She, Ripley, always is. she always is. Ripley has to be. Like she is beautiful. She is talented, but some. Sometimes people just need to take the microphone away from, from people talking when they're getting ready to shoot themselves in the foot. Like, no, 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 hold on. Obviously, you don't yeah. know who the hell Sigourney Weaver is. No, not at all. Ever heard of Linda, Linda Hamilton? Like, hell really? Yeah. You don't know nothing? No, never heard yeah, of her. Pam Greer? You ever, you ever seen her? Come <laughs> I, on, Obviously now. not. Yeah. Obviously not. Like, she don't know shit about shit, man. Just sit down and shut up and just be beautiful and you know, we'll leave you alone. But, yeah, that was like, one of the most ridiculous things I heard anybody ever say.
2: I'm was in a complete agreement with that. She yeah. was full of herself
1: yeah. making
0: that comment. No, she must have been drinking. I'm gonna give her a pass. Maybe she was at the bar. She just came
1: out, you know, you know,
0: TMZ. They like to just hang around.
1: She might get the young people to believe that 'cause they're not they're not watching the aliens and stuff like we did, you know, but Yeah, uh, I don't know.
0: Young kids like to go back and go back to what's retro. Yeah, yeah. You know but, how they dig you know, they, like they found something brand new. It's like, dude, this came out in seventy six. I've seen this already. <laughs> like seriously? Yeah. <laughs> they like to act like they're the first one to find like Star Wars like oh man this is really cool retro movie called tron you ever seen it like yeah we all seen this shit (laughs) seriously that's that's the dude that's how we know him Mm -hmm. no all right but how's how's our week been going Ryan? obviously your your bills is doing all right so i don't need to worry about you sean you got like another few weeks before your 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 wolverines actually play (laughs) yeah
1: we got to uh actually new year's eve before we uh kick off our game but just uh Trying to get through work. Um, it's getting chillier and uh you know, Christmas is upon us next week, so uh we'll get a little bit of break here, but uh just trying to make it through these weeks here and uh I'm just standing myself watching movies and I saw another movie this weekend I'm gonna talk about here in a minute and uh yeah, just chilling. I know right.
0: I, I seen a couple of I seen a couple of yeah. movies this week. One of them was a bit of a disappointment, the other one was actually you know what? It, 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 it was pretty uh, heartwarming. Okay. Every once in a while, I got to watch one of those movies that really tug at my heartstrings every yeah. once in a while. I feel like I had a good cry yet for the year. I got to end it like that. I'm like, oh, man, damn, this movie really got to my heartstrings. Like, was black- this on Netflix? No, it was actually on uh, HBO Max. Okay, all right. I haven't found too much on Netflix lately. I, I started. I, I force myself to watch Netflix from time to time. I um, but HBO Max is pretty much my go-to at this
1: point. I started R- watching Stranger Things again. Again, Str- really? for again, and you know what? I
0: can't judge because like I said, yeah. I watched the Jack Reacher show like three
1: times all the way through. I just watched the last. Damn, I'm, I'm watching the uh, the last season so far again, and that's just. Ryan, cool. how far did you get with Stranger Things? Are you into season two yet? Whew, I didn't make it. I did not Dead, make it. Man, I'm got... I'm
2: Episode. Six or seven. Remember season one.
0: I watched all of Game of Thrones. You did before you got through one season of Stranger Things. Um, Game of Thrones is not a short ass episode like a uh, series at all. It's it's not.
2: And but um, I was recently recommended a TV show that I thought for sure was going to be my binge worthy, but I turned it off in the first five minutes. Like okay, damn, I don't have the patience for this.
0: Okay, I can't wait to hear that one. Uh,
2: Netflix. I'm just gonna say it, it was that Netflix show Wednesday. Based on the Adam uh, family Wednesday, oh, you Adam. Watched that? You watched that one? I tried to. Uh, yeah, my, yeah. Brother's, my brother knows I'm a huge Tim Burton fan. He said, Yeah, I'm uh, yeah, I he gave me a call the other day, probably Saturday or Sunday night, saying, Uh, yeah, I'm watching finishing up episode three or four on uh, on Wednesday. I think you really like it, Ryan. Yeah, Tim Burton directed some of these episodes. I was like, what Tim Burton's still working? Oh, hell yeah, yeah, mm. let
0: me check this out. Damn, that's really disappointing. I thought for sure that it was actually going to be like a pretty good series. I just not have a chance to watch it yet.
2: Same here. Same here. I, w- I was excited with my family recommendation.
0: I turned it on. Come on, man. You do realize Catherine Zeta Jones is in that show, right?
2: Well. And it's still true. No, I did not know that. I did not know that. And yeah, she, plays,
0: I, she plays a mom.
2: But uh, I don't know. We're all about the same age. I don't know about you. But uh, yeah, growing up, I had a crush on Christina Ricci. So I really I, I
0: always did. Yeah, big titty white girl. Yeah, I can't go Damn, wrong. She sorry. got a, she got like that. Olivia Wilde forehead.
2: You know you actually, like
0: big forehead. Uh, <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> I do. Yes, Tommy. Quite accurate. Actually, Tyra Banks and yeah. forehead <laughs> <Yeah>. is great. <laughs> <Tyra Banks>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't talk bad about her. No, great. We got a big forehead.
1: Yeah. I know she
0: got a lot of she got a lot on her mind. That's yeah. all I'm saying.
1: Forehead is great. Um, yeah.
0: yeah. No, but. We're going to get to all that. Yeah. We're going to get to all that. And I, I'm very interested in what your, your five-minute review is of Wednesday. I think you should have muscled through. You could at least muscle through like one episode. Wait, I, was, well, well, I was waiting for one of y'all to at least get through one full episode to tell me if it's worth watching. So were anyway. you guys
2: fans of the 90s live-action movies?
0: Of course. Even the
2: cartoon. Okay. So with that memory in your mind, keep that when, in your head when you watch the first five minutes. And you'll, you'll see the contrast of what I was I wasn't expecting the same... But I was just expecting the darker, uh, darker TV show and theme. Oh, okay. So when this so pretty much started, was, it's just you a didn't sick, get what you expected. D- yeah. Just from not at all. The, within the first two minutes, there were CGI piranhas in a in a high school swimming pool. I was like, you got to be kidding me! Oh. CGI piranhas.
3: I
0: think I saw that in the trailer. I know what you're talking about.
2: Um, it it, it could get better, but and keep in mind. From somebody who thinks Game of Thrones is one of the top five TV shows of all time, even I was slightly turned off when I first saw it and they showed the little White Walkers walking through the snow. I was like, oh, it's, this is this is what uh, this is what I'm getting into. But by the end of that first episode, when I saw the kid getting pushed off that tower, I was hooked. Yeah, the guy banging his own sister and he, just to cover it up, he pushed that kid off the tower. I was hooked by the end of that. <laughs> I, that's what. I just did not get that with Stranger Things. I, yeah, and no, I, and nobody I don't, getting banged on no tower <laughs> in Stranger Things. <laughs> no, <laughs> pushed off a cliff. But yeah, That's uh, a bunch of kids. That uh, was a very uh, cliffs notes version of the description because there was a lot of political intrigue. Yeah. Uh, most of the the good stuff with Game of Thrones are just people sitting having a conversation in a room, and I just got hooked on the characters. And by the end of episode one, I was fully invested. It it. And it felt original. It just feels like I'm going over recycled territory a little bit with Stranger Things. Like I said, you guys... Down talk Buffy the Vampire Slayer and, and, and Angel. Uh, you, it's, you, just, it's just not my thing, that's
0: all. I, I mean, I hear, I hear. I'm not saying it's bad. It just wasn't my cup of tea.
2: I understand. So far, Stranger Things, I thought would be my cup of tea. And to a certain extent, it is. But it's just it just didn't hook me the way it hooked you guys. <laughs> but... Sometimes shows take longer to do that than others. Um I'm gonna based on y'all's good faith and the hyper I am gonna I am gonna delve in and finish that show. <laughs> Just because if it's supposed to be one of the best things in pop culture history, I I gotta give it a chance. So I will finish.
1: You, you gotta give it, it a chance. It does get better though. It gets better. I thought the first season well, I would say the second season for me, but First season was really good too. I think it gets better as the character development and they they get older and stuff, and they start doing different things and having to take on the teenage problems. Okay. You know, they're just kids as you're watching them, but when they get to teenagers and now they're adults, um, it's different issues. You know, so um, I think you would like it if you take it a little bit further. So yeah. yeah,
0: just like I bought into Game of Thrones, I think you'll buy into this, man. You just gotta just give it a little bit more time. All right, and but- plus you gotta think about it in context of how kids look at. Yeah. You know scary things yeah. and how they feel <coughs> things so right now you just you're thinking about it with your adult brain, which is yeah. probably what I did the first couple episodes so I just shut down and watch it with my kids mm-hmm. watching it with kids you understand like how they see things differently from us. Because obviously we look at it like, man, what the hell are they scared about, man? There ain't nothing
1: going on over there. But kids see things totally differently. Yeah, so kids would, a uh, little kid would probably watch certain things and be scared. Like, oh, man, this is some little kids getting kidnapped by monsters and shit. That's scary, you know? So, I, I, true. Yeah, yeah true. We, so, we
0: get it. You grew up fast. You were yeah. you watched a lot of scary shit growing up, <laughs> yeah, like I The Exorcist yeah, and all that yeah. other stuff. So yeah. you kind of numb to this kind of thing, but just thinking about it with the kids brain it makes it look a little bit differently same thing like Good with, point.
1: like with it when they were kids it was better because we you have to imagine a kid running from a damn clown that pops up in the sewer and shit you know what i mean like yeah. that would be oh man oh i would never be the same you know what i mean so as an adult it's still scary but as a kid with nobody else believes you and it's just that group of kids that only sees this clown you know and it's just he's going around killing people Oh, that would be rough.
0: Yeah, so. imagine a clown was in the sewer, like, trying to lure you down there with, like, a new Star Wars movie <laughs> or something. Like, be a, I'll or be dead. I'll be dead. Buffalo Bills tickets hey, or some shit. I like, got, this, got this unreleased <laughs> Star Wars project. Like, come on down here. It's all yours. <laughs> First of
1: all, I wouldn't even be talking to a clown in the sewer. And the fact that he knew my name... It that would have just been some boots and a raincoat there. I would have ran all the way home. No, no if you way. haven't seen any scary movie, yeah. white kids don't, don't, don't follow any <laughs> right. of the rules. Hell, Shawnee. I'm like, oh, hell like, no. Hey, hey, you must know me or yeah, something. I know. Hey. How the hell? You, what you doing in the damn sewer? <laughs> motherfucker? I'm out of here. Yeah, they got glowing eyes and shit, sharp teeth. No, George, you, you asking for trouble at that point. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, they ain't learned
0: Stranger Danger back then. No, no, they didn't.
1: <laughs> no, this was what it would have been the 80s or so. They wouldn't, they wouldn't
0: yeah. Sam, so, all, the all you needed was like some candy yeah. and, and, a, and a van. He right. was pretty much set. Uh, he, yeah. You take the whole fucking boy, neighborhood so, with that shit. Yeah. A bag of Laffy Taffy. <laughs> get a, get, the whole damn, get the whole damn classroom in your van. Oh. Hell yeah. Oh, man. I, I am so glad I don't be liking clowns like that, man. I would have killed that clown so far. <laughs> all
1: right, man, Let's move on.
0: All right. Standing ovation, man. <laughs> who got their standing ovation ready as I look mine up
1: because I am very, very, very slow. I got go mine now. ready to roll here. That's all I got to do is go to my, my script that I wrote down. And um, I'm going to go with a guy who we would probably say he is a legend. Got a lot of bad publicity and uh, even some racist stuff going on. But I'm going to go with Mel Gibson. Damn, how did I know you was going to say as yeah. You said racist. I'm like, Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like <laughs> certain types of group of people either. But um, I got to say, man, he's a legend, man. I just was watching Braveheart <clears throat> a couple weeks ago, and I forgot that I wanted to do his. And I didn't. I never got around it. But, man, I I honestly love Braveheart. I, I, I could watch that every time it's on. It's long but, man, he killed it as William Wallace, which I didn't know was a real character, a I real did. person. He's actually a – William Wallace was a real person way back in, I don't know, 1600, 1700, something like that. And uh, I didn't know that. I thought that was a, a fictional character that they made up for the movie, but it's actually a real character. So, um, yeah, I ended up watching that. And to me, that's one of my favorite Bruce Willis uh, – not Bruce Willis, Mel Gibson uh, movies Just Braveheart. I always watch Braveheart when it's on, and, and I just think that that's a – that's definitely one of his best movies to me. I don't. I don't think he did. He direct that too. Yes, he did. Okay, so that was a direct and starring him, um, and it's just the. the was that battle. his
0: directorial debut? I want to say
1: might have been, wouldn't it? Right. I don't Possibly. Uh, there was
2: some movie where he got uh, he froze himself during. Uh,
0: oh, forever young.
2: Forever. Uh, that might. That, Damn, how did, did
0: I t- 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 how did I know that? I'm, I'm <laughs> very impressed. You <laughs> are a savant.
2: You are a savant. That for movie sure. was awesome.
1: I, that might be it, but okay. Braveheart might be it as well. Um, it's just, uh, that's one that I always remember as a kid and watching it with my dad and stuff. And just the battles that they had where, you know, he, uh, you know they they set all these traps up and stuff. And then him, you know, just wanting freedom at the end is just, it always gets me, you know what I mean? Like, he just died for his freedom. But uh, Braveheart is a special one for me. But, uh, of course, Passion of the Christ. That one, I I feel like uh, that was a big big deal. You guys remember when that came out? I'm sure. I've never I seen never seen Passion of the Christ. What? You never seen Passion of the Christ? I have
0: no desire to watch it. No.
1: Tears. I'm talking about my eyes. Was I, on... I read the book. My right. The book is always better, guys. Yeah, My eyes were. My <laughs> have you eyes. Anything? Were... Yeah. My Twilight eyes... book is better than the movie for damn sure. You would like, have thought. You owe it you, you to yourself. Yeah, to watch you would Passion have thought Christ somebody put habanero peppers in my eyes by the time I was. Yeah, done. but I remember when that. Uh, yeah.
0: I remember it was a phenomenon. I remember was, when that movie first came out. I could have swore I went to the movie theater to watch, I don't know, Matrix or some shit. And I remember there was a long ass line at yeah. rave going all the way back to that back cor- that back corner where the uh-huh. where they used to have like the concession. Yeah, all the down. way in the back. Yeah, it was yeah. all the way back, and I was like, "What yeah. the hell is going on here?" And then my, Christ, my sister, yeah. or somebody said, "Oh, they're here to watch Passion of the Christ." I'm like, "For real?" Yeah, I
1: I remember me, my mom and dad went to see that. And that was very rare. You get my dad to go to a movie. He fall asleep on Easter Sunday. I don't remember, but he was making a big deal that we should see it. And I just remember like the people were actually leaving the theater, like couldn't handle it. Some of the beatings that he took, I, I was like, oh, man, this is bad. I feel so bad, you know. So him directing that, that was a big deal um i'm pretty sure he got he, i know he got some shit for that he got shit a lot of shit there was a lot of people like did not he like that. He got a lot that. of damn yeah. money for that yeah but there was a i mean i think the jewish was community that the one? had a problem did he actually him?
0: produce that himself i think yes. he yeah yeah. Know, yeah he made hand over fist on hand that hand over
1: fist he probably yeah. made over 200 million dollars oh yeah for sure
0: Jeez. well he got to because he got like nine kids so he gotta make some money yeah
1: yeah so i mean the whole there's a lot of communities that was pissed with him a lot of religious uh people that were not happy with him so i remember that being a big deal of course you guys favorite lethal weapon all of those are great oh yeah one of the best yeah, Christmas yeah yeah i'm gonna go ahead and put it in the christmas category since is there so I, I give it to you guys appreciate
0: it. i've been fighting hard for that <laughs>
1: mad max great yes. mad max we all love mad max we consider him to be a staple in that um like you said ryan he probably could have played uh uh, what's the boy Ed Hart, uh, Ed Hardy, Tom Hardy's character. Yeah, right. he said David, that's
2: one of his biggest regrets of yeah. his career. Actually, when not he actually, coming back to do that. Yeah, when he actually saw the movie that they made, he said he regrets turning it down because yeah, the original director of the original three Mad Max is made. Fury Road Oh okay And yeah uh, Mel Gibson turned it down No I Damn. just felt
0: like He was just too old At that point Well, yeah. I think it
2: would have Added All right, not to Because Tom s- uh,
1: cause, Hardy, cause didn't cause
0: do, Hardy Didn't do a lot of action I felt like he was like, like Chained up like half the movie Yeah he didn't do a lot much. of
1: talking At the end he was a little bit Jumping off of trucks and shit But I'm sure that wasn't him You know what I mean But Exactly he did, he did a little battle Here and there But it wasn't a whole lot That he needed to Prepare for that movie I don't think he did a whole lot So
0: It would have been nice For nostalgic reasons That yeah. you know, he did that But then again he wouldn't have been the
1: star of the movie. Charlie Theron, she was the oh, star. Oh, yeah, she of that. killed that for Dad. sure. She killed that. Um, okay, all the Leafs, uh, all the Mad Maxes, Hacksaw Ridge. I don't. Is that the? Oh one? yeah, yeah that's, that's the one with, uh, with uh, Andrew Garfield, where he plays yeah. like the one yeah.
0: guy who objects to like uh, carrying a weapon to, uh, during the war, and, is and that, he was yeah. a medic. That was great. Is
1: that the one that had to climb this mountain. No, like, well, it was like some big-ass... That's Hill? Yeah, Hill, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep, yep. That was actually a really that good movie. Really good. That was awesome. really good. That was awesome, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Vince Vaughn oh, did a really yeah, good. they were
2: actually climbing up mountains oh, with wow. rocks in that. That's right, Japanese. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they were that's fight. right. They were and, fighting and
0: the Ryan, Japanese, yeah. Ryan, your guy Sam Worthington was in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't remember that either. He man. was in there. I remember it. I remember it very vividly. It was like, damn, man, Ryan would have been very proud of this guy for having a good movie. I forgot moment
2: No, I remember he was the bus driver in Hacksaw Ridge. He directed that, but he's off camera when he's recruiting. Uh, when Andrew Gorford gets on the recruiting bus to go to training, Mel Gibson's the voice of the bus driver.
1: Oh, I did not know that. Damn, I didn't know that. I got one that um, every guy wished we had the power to do what women want. He, Remember, he could that tell. That was hilarious. That one was really great. He could – Tell what women were thinking at all times, man, that would be a power. I would like no, to No, That's like watching a movie with the audio commentary <laughs> on, man. I
0: can't do that shit.
1: <laughs> that movie's really fun. I'm used to it now. I'm watching movies. The only
0: thing them. that I'm mad about that movie is that they did a female spinoff of that yeah, movie. Yeah, What
1: Men Want? I didn't know yeah. it, uh, yeah, yeah, it was a Taraji P. Yeah, It
0: was terrible. See, I
2: don't think that was a spinoff as.
0: I don't want to say spinoff, but you know how they try to do like the the female version of a male counterpart movie? When they did that one, I was like, this is terrible. Yeah. It wasn't funny at all. It was not
2: terrible. No, it's, it was. If, uh, you, if
0: you laugh, Erica man, Baidu Badu um, in that? Oh, my God. Giving her a crack.
2: <laughs> all right, man. No, I'm good. <laughs> you need to watch that movie on the difference. I'm
0: ba- is naturally funny, but she, so even she couldn't save that movie. So it you're was, telling
2: me the guy banging... Taraji P. Henson and singing the Ali Kumbaya
3: song no, in his head. It didn't work for me. <laughs> it
2: worked. I had a black. That was a good date night movie. I had a great date night watching that movie. Me and my date. That, that pretty much laid the train tracks for the end of the night. Yeah. It, like it Tr- worked Tr- out Trace?
1: right.
0: And Tracy Morgan just doesn't work for me. You don't like Tracy Morgan? He, that I wasn't his standout role. I don't role. think he's that funny. I think Tracy Morgan is sometimes funny. He, I feel yeah. like he's always a character of himself. Um, his
2: funniest role for me was on the Martin Show, uh, trying to get his dog. You to don't never
1: seen his stand-ups, Tracy Morgan. It's funny. I don't think I've seen his stand-ups for I a while. Watch some of his stand-up I mean, he got into a serious accident when that Walmart truck killed almost killed him. What? With- after he came oh, yeah, out of I about that. after he came out of that where he got ninety five million dollars or something from them yeah he got all that money and I feel yeah. like he
0: lost all his funny he yeah. just ended up being I, rich
1: yeah he I think he just didn't have to put much effort anymore but I thought he was still funny uh, Tracy Morgan I don't know but, it, it, it's in doses I'd have to take yeah. him in
0: like doses every once in a while just like him just like how I look at Mike Epps yeah in certain lanes he's really good he's really funny he's a good dramatic actor he's very funny but sometimes he just he can be a little bit too much for me. Just just me, not saying that he's not talented, but he's just not <clears> exactly <throat> yeah. for me. He
2: never knocked my socks off either. I'm a big Mike Epps fan, I will say. I like both. Tracy Morgan,
1: I can see what you're saying,
2: but Mike Epps is the
3: man.
1: I got one um, that I really liked was The Patriot. Um, I really liked The it's Patriot. Awesome. Yeah, and that was I one of think, the Heath Ledger. I don't think I've ever seen The Patriot. Heath Ledger, oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one, uh, Revolutionary War. Uh, I'm he, more of a conspiracy theory guy myself. Okay. That's yeah, the movie so, I like
0: to watch Mel Gibson in. Okay. Conspiracy I can watch that, theory like, is great. Stop With Me. I got life.
1: one, Signs. I like that one. That was uh, That was great. That was really great. Yeah. My mom loves that movie, Signs. It
0: feels weird, but I keep forgetting that he was in that movie.
1: It feels weird like, because they made a spoof uh what a scary movie made a spoof of it? Charlie Sheen Charlie kinda... Sheen. I wanted to say Charlie Sheen was in it for the longest, but <laughs> <laughs> no. that was the spoof part, right? I mean, like, yeah, so uh, what else we got here? We got um, Daddy's Home too. We talked about that before. That's I hard. heard that was trash. Yeah, was I, the first one was good, but not the second one. I, I didn't. Yeah, think he
0: hasn't had like the good second leg of his career. Apocalypto.
1: Like, I don't think I've seen all Apocalypto. Is that another one he directed? I was disappointed oh, yeah. in that. Actually, yeah, I was hyped for that.
0: Yeah, he directed that one. Yeah,
1: that's when that uh, digital film film
2: or digital movie start really taking a uh. A, threshold on the industry. So Apocalypto came out the same time that Johnny Depp Public Enemies movie came out. And uh I digital photography was not what it what it is today. Mm-hmm. Those movies look like crap when they first came
1: out. Um, Edge of Darkness. You guys seen Edge of Darkness? Great movie. Great, great movie. I remember that one yeah. where uh,
0: his daughter get, uh, Kidna- gets killed and he just goes try to... Very underrated. Yeah, uh, I feel like they came out at like... I feel like that was like kind of
1: like his comeback movie. Yeah, yeah was. that was right after mm-hmm. he uh, got with all the racist stuff, he said. Uh, Ransom. You remember that one? Where oh, yeah. Very classic. Good? Yeah, great great ones. Um we, list goes on and on. Uh, Bloodfather. I don't think I've seen Bloodfather. I know Is that, that a newer one? That's 2016. Wait. Um, oh, wait. That's... I do remember watching. It. That was a really good one. That okay. was a really
0: good one. That was, that that's a hidden gem right w- there.
1: What about Father Stew? You guys watched Father Stew? Trash. Mm. Terrible. It oh, was
0: terrible. Oh, I did not like it at all. Like he just plays like his father, but overall the movie was very very boring. I mean, it had a good message, but overall I just felt myself not very entertained or involved with the movie. I was just waiting for it to be over. It was one yeah, of those. I'm, like, I like I'm still done. waiting
2: for Sean to talk about uh, the movie that came out on my birthday when it came out. There's gotta you're looking at your phone, Sean, there's gotta be a Mel Guest movie that came out in nineteen ninety nine. Payback. There we go. Yeah. Came yeah, out on my, yeah. I on my birthday. I oh, that really? oh, oh, I yeah. was my birthday movie one year. I love that movie. Payback, Payback yeah. came out yeah. February fifth that year. Oh, I was thinking oh. about yeah. ransom. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I forgot about yeah. that one. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen Payback. I don't think I'm,
2: Lucy I'm, Lou? You, I mean that's I a good know. one. Yeah, that movie's great. I haven't seen it for a long time. I love that
0: movie. No, it's, it's, it's a very really? good
1: one. It's a very good one. Man, Ma- it's, Maverick, you guys. I'm, I watched Maverick. Love that,
0: that movie. Yeah. The great. Classic. Love that. That's a good one. Love that oh, movie. I think man. I watched that like last week with my wife. My
1: mom loves that one
2: too. I would probably movie. say up until Django, that might have been my favorite Western
1: movie ever. Oh, yeah, so Maverick was great. He has a uh, very extensive, long list and all a lot of classics on here. No matter what you think of the guy, he says some stuff. I'm pretty sure he always will regret Pretty sure he's that way in person in the deep down in his real, you know, in his life and behind closed doors. So um, I got nothing to do with that. He's still a good actor. He's still a good director. He's a legend amongst the, you know, actors oh, of damn. all how, time. So how the
0: hell you forget about Pocahontas?
1: Who deserves that?
0: What John was Smith, no, he, he, no, he, doesn't. he was just a no, voice. Voice acting that. counts. Yeah. It does. But if yeah. that Robin would... Williams as the genie makes a big impact on your life, him as John Smith the Pocahontas made a very impact. I just on... remember Pocahontas. I don't remember That's, that. Uh, it, it, I'm it, sorry. No voice, me. voice acting counts. It, uh, it counts. No, no denying that. Hell yeah! You better, it wasn't but, that memorable to y'all, but it, but for me, I, he has a very distinguishable voice, yeah. and, it, and, and it made it made me remember him very very quickly when I thought yeah. about voice Bocahontas. acting. Definitely counts. You're right. Yeah, I don't remember. I never. That movie did not really hit with me now obviously we're not going to be talking about like the mark hamill type of level yeah. like doing like joker kind of voice acting but he deserves all that and you know if you want to call voice acting james earl jones
1: oh yeah i mean he's
0: more popular for that than anything else right real talk yeah yeah Yeah. Well, yeah i have no dispute in the voice not acting at all
1: not at all but yeah. yeah so
0: shout out to all the voice actors for out sure. there
1: for tonight man i just want to give it to mel gibson uh a lot of conspiracy around him all the time but uh do you feel I like think, he finally
0: made it out of that i think he calmed down
1: now i think he's cool now you know i mean uh
0: because i do feel bad that he because i i don't like to think that anybody's like their worst moment in their life yeah. like obviously he had like a
1: really bad moment Yeah, I mean, he told her to go you know told the girl to go f a pack of you know what and uh i've never seen a whole pack of you know what but anyways you uh, know what's was... so fucked up about <laughs> that i'm sorry this is kind of funny but it's not funny and this of all that rant the one thing that kind of hit to hit
0: my soul when he was ranting he was like, I had to give up my Laker tickets. I was like, I was, like oh. I was like, oh, damn, Mel Teller. Like, <clears throat> had to give up the Laker tickets? Man, we were good then. Like, oh, man. oh, man, Shaq yeah. and Kobe, that would pissed me off. There's too. levels to this, apparently. Yeah, oh, my sure. God. I'm sorry, but that was just the one moment. I was like, all right, man, Mel hit my soul on that one. Yeah, man. I, I had to give really up my Laker <laughs> tickets. That's tough to do. That's tough to do. But Mel Gibson for me tonight, guys. <laughs> no, that's yeah. – I'm sorry. I'm, His I'm, legend I'm, grows even higher for yeah, that. Yeah, that. that's uh, – I had to give up my Laker tickets
1: oh my such a privilege i guess but, <laughs> that,
0: uh, yeah. oh man that's just rich people problems right there yeah, i'm, sure. not, serious, I'm sorry but man let's give it Holy up for cow. Gibson, man. Yeah. i am so sorry for you and your laker tickets man hopefully you got that shit back now man but if i would have lost my laker tickets and the kobe at his peak oh man i would have left a voicemail twice <laughs> as bad as that one oh, like fuck you fuck your mama. like fuck, <clears> fuck everybody <throat> man fuck these kids man i'm t- <clears laughs> tired of this shit man i want my laker tickets back
1: yeah that would've been tough. Now, if you
0: don't mind, I would like to go next because coincidentally, my standing ovation is linked eternally to yours, Uh-oh. and that is the legend Danny Glover. Oh man! Nice. Whoa, coincidentally, we you paths. went Mel Gibson; <laughs> I went Danny Glover. Oh, Riggs, yeah. Riggs. Man. Oh my god! What's
1: it, Murtal? What's his name? Murtal and Murtaugh. Riggs. Yeah. Yep. It, yep. They'll, they'll forever be together.
0: And They even had like a nice little moment in Maverick, where they had that. Uh, You're right. So they ran each other at the bank. Cause they played that little uh, Lethal Weapon music when he ran into him. Cause he pulled like his uh, his mask down. He looked at him. They kind of looked at each other like they recognized each other. <laughs> yeah, was Danny like, Glover rode off. Cause, Cause I forgot the big. dude that did Maverick uh, directed the Lethal Weapon. Movie, Richard so. Donner, okay. yeah, she did. <laughs> so I was like, oh man, that was a nice little. Like I told my wife, hey, that's a little uh, that's a little uh, hidden gem right there. That's a little nugget. That's a little. <laughs> she like, yeah, I don't care about all that. I'm like just her watching movies. Like, my wife don't care. I about love it. that movie so much. I know it's a very underrated movie. Maverick and Jodie Foster. She was young, beautiful. Mm- I used to have a crush on her, but let's just move on to Danny Glover. I'm sorry. Now, Danny Glover, what can we not say about Danny Glover? This African American legend. 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 A hero to all of us black men out there. Color purple, obviously, the Lethal Weapon series. Obviously, we're going to bring up Predator 2 because. I think all y'all can agree that he had like some of the best ad-libs in movie history For talking in sure. Predator 2. Like, damn, was hot as shit. Hot as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it shit really does sound shit. like video game ad-libs that you shit. just hear when they're just standing there and they're not, they're not doing Predator
1: nothing. Predator would jump off to a roof and shit. He'd oh, be shit.
3: Come on,
2: shit. <laughs> birds. Damn, <laughs> birds. Just like birds. And don't underestimate, he was a badass he in was. that movie. Yeah. This Absolutely. is not the, o- the overage cop from Lethal Weapon. He was a straight
0: badass shove it up your ass <laughs> <laughs> he just will say crazy shit yeah, i know it so. was literally like a year after he made like lethal weapon too so while he was trying to play like he was too old for this shit no no danny you are not too old for this shit at, all. at all man you still got it but no lethal <laughs> weapon series he actually played a really good bad guy in a shooter the movie with mark Wahlberg. you Big remember time. that one? Oh yeah that, that was that was a really good one yeah. and a nice one that he did recently, I thought was a nice little gem of him getting into this movie when he did Jumanji, The Next Level, where, uh, oh, yeah, where yeah, they yeah, added yeah. him and uh, Danny DeVito, like uh, the two old friends that uh, ended up being in the game later on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember that, yeah. You know, Play the President in uh, 2012, if y'all remember that movie. Uh, it's, it's a very he underwhelming movie. He was in the first movie. half of that movie. Yeah, I remember that. Very underwhelming. He was in the original Saul, which most people forget. That Danny Glover was in the first song. I remember it, thinking I, he was the killer the first time I saw yeah, it. I remember. I, I know remember. we all thought he was the killer. He was actually well, he was the detective that was trying to track down the the guy that killed his partner. That's what I remember. Another underrated Jim. Gone fishing. Do y'all remember that yeah, movie? Yeah, I watched Gone Joe Fishing a, over I, the summer. I, every time I think about that movie, I'm like, that's Sean in the summertime oh, yeah. is out there fishing, and <laughs> all kinds of troubles. If and you shit. go
1: on YouTube, you can watch it for free. It's on for free if you want to. Just type in "Gone Fishing" and you can watch it for free. You got some ads. If you get past the ads, you watch it for free. So That's okay. pretty sweet. Yeah. man I never even think about watching stuff on YouTube. But I, so I, they I, got I, speed on there if you want to see Young Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: uh, Angels in the Outfield. If y'all remember that one? Oh I, my God. Yeah, he plays like I, the back. My I love that. He one. was like the the manager of the the Angels, whatever. Oh yeah, Tony I, Danza. I, I watched that. The movie best a lot. Robin
2: in movie histories, and that is a little kid.
0: I love that movie. I think one of y'all brought this up on the podcast once before. Sorry to bother you. I forgot. Yeah. Well, he played it, with. Uh, L- L- he was like a Lakeith telemarketer. That was like, yeah. He was like the yep. mentor to him or to teach him how He's to do white voice. white voice. Yeah. Uh. That's great. I was
1: better than I thought it was going to be. Sorry yeah. to bother you. I'm going to write that down. I missed that one. They're uh, like telemarketers. Yeah. Uh, death at a funeral. Yeah. We which,
0: had uh, Martin Lawrence and
1: uh, uh, Chris Rock. Uh, he has hilarious. What's the little? What's the dude from um, Game of Thrones? Sh- the, not I'm gonna say but the short uh, guy. Oh, I
0: met. I, I meant, uh, uh, Is it uh, Dinklage? Uh, no, Peter, Peter, Dinklage? Peter, Peter Dinklage. Yeah, yep. oh. yeah, He was in that.
1: He was in that. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I forgot.
0: I forgot about that. And then, uh, my beloved, uh concert, color purple. Just the list goes on and on, man. Danny Glover, man. He he deserves. Every every flower that we can give to this man. This man has a legendary career, and he hasn't really stopped anytime soon. I hope that he doesn't stop anytime soon. God forbid he makes another lethal weapon. I know he'll be way too old for that shit if he ever does that oh, He He's going to say that for <laughs> no, sure. going to be in a wheelchair, man, sitting behind a desk like, I'm definitely too old for this shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. They had him shitting on himself at death at the funeral and stuff. He oh, like made him man. playing like I... a real old man. Yeah. Oh, man. Old decrepit. Oh, man. I just can't say enough for this this man right here. Danny Glover, he gave me a great childhood to grow up with. His movies have made a huge impact on my life. Lethal Weapon is probably one of my favorite movie series of all time. I don't think that can ever be top, and I want to thank Danny Glover for giving me that. Angels in the Outfield, spent many, many days with my cousin, watching that one, gone fishing, actually made fishing look kind of damn fun. Yeah. Like, him and Joe <laughs> Pesci actually worked together. I they thought I was going to stop at yeah. like, yeah. Lethal Weapon, but them two in the movie... That was some legendary shit right there. Joey, Joe Pesci and him work great together. And Danny Glover, you and Mel Gibson, probably the most synonymous duo in uh, cinema history. You two are forever going to be linked together. Oh, yeah. No, so thank you very much, Danny Glover. Man, I want to give you all your flowers right now. So thank you <laughs> once again for all you contributed to my childhood and the cinema world. So Danny Glover, this week's an ovation from you guys. Ryan. Damn man, uh, we, came, guys we came, going we came to... with the Thunder this week, man. You really, you did. Better, yeah, I'm gonna you, have you, to you, pick you Joe better, Pesci for my stand ovation. I mean, way you, you got? you don't get Joe Pesci. Like what Or, or, uh, or uh, uh, Rene Russo? Whoever is in the heat the weapon movement, <laughs> you will throw that shit in there, man. Like Rich, <laughs> Richard Donner, man. Like just go ahead. Get, well, no, you can't do that. I did, did Richard Chris Donner Rock? already. Maybe we already did Chris Rock. But you know. Chris Rock, yeah, I'm gonna get to him because I saw him in the movie this week. So yeah, Chris Rock. I can't say nothing bad about Chris Rock. He's having a rough year, man. I'm still praying for that guy. He's going to be all right. He's going to be all right. He's going to be all right, man. But you know, the internet, they just, they won't let up.
2: I hear you. And we're going to talk about the guy who slapped Chris Rock a little bit later on in the show. Do we have to? Yes, we do need to talk Shit. about that because yeah, okay. the internet is not doing that. If you think Chris Rock's doing bad, you don't want to see how, well, you guys know. You guys are firsthand. But yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves because you okay, guys okay. touched on a very interesting topic. The two people you just mentioned, Mel Gibson, Denny Glover, those are the definition of movie stars and this is um an age that we're unfortunately moving out of i'll leave it up to discussion if that's a good or bad thing but we are no longer in the age where you could sell a movie just on the lead actor his or herself um that's proven to, to be a box office failure And there was a certain time when you could just put Mel Gibson in anything and you're guaranteed $20 million opening weekend, $80 to $100 million total gross. No matter what it is, people are going to show up. And we talked about Will Smith briefly, which we'll talk about about his new movie. I want to talk about his new movie later on. But um, it's interesting just the Hollywood industry is moving away from that. And now they're going more off of IP and established properties, intellectual properties, and stuff that you're already familiar with story-wise to get people in theaters, not off the big box office star. So...
0: You think that's because their box office returns haven't been the same as they have been for, like, an Arnold Schwarzenegger every time he puts out an action movie, or a Julia Roberts, who actually became, like, the highest-paid actress at one point, and just, like, her returns aren't the same anymore. um, She's still very recognizable. She's still a great actress, but she doesn't... Give you that same star power that you can just bank on. Like, oh, put Julia Roberts in the movie. We're automatically going to be number one at the box office that week. Like, no, that doesn't happen
2: anymore. True. And there's actually a uh, George Clooney, Julia Roberts movie, Something to Paradise. Oh, Ticket came. to Paradise. Ticket to Paradise.
0: I wanted to watch it by having haven't gotten to the it. Same
2: anymore. here. So before I say the movie star is dead, I, I, that's a movie I definitely want to see, which I haven't seen yet. I want to see that before I make any comment. And honestly, I don't know the answer to that question. It could be uh, the age of social media where – you can be a YouTube star. You're sitting in your mom's basement making videos. And Why does everybody always go to the basement? <laughs> I'm sorry. They probably got a Listen, living room. <laughs> if you're, yeah, if, yeah, if you're successful on social media, then yes, you have your own living room you can make your show off of. So I, I don't know. Maybe it's just no stars have emerged because to me, I think The Rock is a star but um
0: yeah i would absolutely agree
2: i still don't put him in the Sylvester Stallone Arnold Schwarzenegger Bruce Willis Mel Gibson category he's he's great he's a, he's a good I, I he's he's a movie star but um you could say Ryle, R- Ronald Reynolds is a movie star i i'm still not putting him in that category with those big huge movie stars we grew up with but my standing ovation which is partly inspired by this low budget, independent movie that's coming out this week called Avatar 2, The Way of Water. I don't know if you guys heard of that. I heard about it. I think it's saw a commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to make us put 3D goggles on to go to the movie theater again. Um, but, back in 1986, Francis Ford Coppola, the director of The Godfather, teamed up with the creator of Star Wars to make a 3D movie for Disney World. And this had the biggest star... On the planet and outside of Jesus Christ, I would say probably the biggest celebrity of all time. So, my standing ovation this week, and so I, I think I might have to ask you guys a question first. <clears throat> Annie, are you okay? Michael Jackson yeah. is my standing ovation for this week.
1: Oh, man. Interesting turn. You um, know what he means when he says, Annie, are you okay? Oh, I knew something to say. I was like, "Really?" I mean, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. No, yeah, I don't. It's Wait. a um. So, a paramedics use a uh, doll to uh, test on when they're doing CPR, and they always go "Annie are you okay?" And they one, two, three, "Annie are you okay?" Really? That's where he got that from. What? Yep. I don't know why he would integrate that into a song, but it worked. Uh, that it, worked. It did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So He'd they called the they, they called the dummies Annie's, and they huh. always go one, two, three, Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? And they will say it like that. Holy
3: cow.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mind blown. Mind blown every
1: day. Yeah. Mind blown. Yeah. yeah I, I, I was still trying to
2: figure out who Annie was for the past 30 years. <laughs> uh, thank you, Sean. Yeah. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. That's I cute. did not know that's, that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, very nice. Uh, but yeah. In uh, 1986, George Lucas teamed up with the director of The Godfather and made a 3D movie for Disney World Resorts called Captain EO. And this was outside of uh, the slightly underrated uh, Friday the 13th 3D. This was one of the first movies to be screened in the third dimension. And it is one of the worst movies you will ever see in your life. I still have no idea how Disney, George Lucas, Francis Ford Coppola, and my favorite musical artist of all time, Michael Jackson... Managed to make such a horrid piece of crap, but as I got older, I kind of figured it out. And don't go off the crazy train with me, guys. We're we're gonna get to why I think this is relevant. So we all are aware of the success of Thriller, which turned Michael Jackson to big star of the world. Yeah, I heard about it. Some some small selling album. Um, He was a fan of cinema. He was a huge fan of cinema. And that led to the music video thriller, which to this day is the music video itself is one of the highest selling VHS tapes of all time. A uh, 15 minute music video is in the same category as Star Wars and Indiana Jones and Scream and Titanic. A 15 minute. Music video is one of the highest selling VHS tapes of all time. And I really feel that we were actually robbed of Michael Jackson. Um, f- fulfilling his potential in the theater. Because he came up in the in the era where television and VHS and, did, and home video was really exploding. And it was just kind of lightning in a bottle. So him just to become a puppet of the music industry is kind of sad. And fun fact here, uh, we all know about his um, skin color change. Now, don't jump out the rabbit hole with me, guys. <laughs> and this is for all you conspiracy theorists out there. His follow-up album to th- the highest-selling CD of all time, Thriller, Bad. That debut of the music video, Bad. You know, I'm bad. I'm bad. You know it. Be. great video mm. at the time growing up I, I did as an adult one of the worst shits of all time I'm sorry it's not Michael Jackson's fault like I said he's a puppet so all this Illuminati Beyonce and Jay Z throwing up the Rockefeller sign You gotta, if you think the Illuminati and secret societies are involved in the music industry if you even have a slight minor hinge you need to look at the highest selling artists of all time because outside of Jesus Christ. I have never seen a a popular figure. Change skin color. As time progressed.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
2: Outside of Jesus Christ. Now I none of us were there during Jesus Christ. But I'm going to guess. He was closer to. Tommy or Sean skin complexion. If, if I had to take a wild guess. That's not what we see in most churches right now. The bad music video. Was directed by Martin Scorsese. Himself. And was one of the first times you saw Wesley Snipes. That's that has nothing to do with the conspiracy side. But if, as we've seen that video, that video starts off in black and white, and the biggest celebrity in the world, when the video turns to color, the biggest celebrity in the world is now white. Coincidence by the one of the best filmmakers of all time? Maybe not. Um. Der- and for all you people that go base your Michael Jackson facts off Joe Jackson beating his kids, want to remind you that Joe Jackson was Michael Jackson's manager up until Thriller. After Thriller became the biggest selling pop culture thing of all time, he fired his father as his manager. His manager, dur- during the bad and dangerous era of Michael Jackson, the white Michael Jackson era, Nothing wrong with white. I'm saying the man was black and turned white. There was a fat Italian guy with a cigar that you always saw by his side. That was his manager. That fat Italian guy was in the movie Goodfellas, also directed by Martin Scorsese. That was Paulie's brother.
1: Oh, yeah. that worked in the meat for the department. Yes. in the meat. He's actually sword? the person yeah. who
2: actually shot Joe Pesci in the back of the head at, uh, towards the end of that movie. He did that? That that was Polly's brother who wow, killed Joe okay. Pesci in that. Yeah, but Polly had to Polly was the boss. He had to agree to that hit.
1: Yeah, cuz he killed a made man right He did yeah, and he yeah. did a lot of other shit in that movie. Oh, he had it coming. Yeah,
2: yeah, Joe Pesci had it coming. Uh I just think it's a strange coincidence uh that that guy because he was also a producer of that movie and a lot of Michael Jackson stuff. You see where I'm going here? Martin Scorsese directed the bad video. Martin Scorsese was made good fellas, and that guy's behind both. So that's just strange. So for all you guys blaming Joe Jackson for Michael Jackson going crazy and him wanting to change complexion, all the crazy hanging with Bubbles the monkey (laughs) and changing skin color, that happened after he fired his dad as a manager. Keep that in mind. But uh, Captain EO was terrible. And I really feel that we are robbed of Michael Jackson dominating the movie industry as well. Because in a perfect world, Michael Jackson won the follow-up to Thriller to be a three-CD album. That's how much content he made between 1982 and 1987 when his follow-up album came out. A five-year gap for the biggest artist in the world. It would have been awesome to have a three-CD follow-up to Thriller. With Michael Jackson utilizing all of the production innovations of the 80s. I love 80s music. So for all his crap stuff post-thriller to feel so watered down and commercial as it did. He really could have innovated even further than that. And came up with a 3 CD album. Where the videos got released in the movie theater as well. I have a certain nostalgia for the Moonwalker straight to video DVD. VHS were Moon or uh, Smooth Criminal, and his videos were on there with Joe Pesci playing the bad guy. Have you guys seen Moonwalker at all? Yeah, of, of course. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's all right. It's all right. I still think we were slightly robbed of the full potential. In a perfect world, we would have got a three CD Michael Jackson album in 1987. Were with a movie to go along with it where it was all music videos. It could have been an hour and a half. You could have made a video for half of the CD and it would have been one of the biggest box offices of all time. But instead we got, you know, I'm bad. I'm bad. And I'm white and I'm white. and You know what? So I don't think those are the lyrics, but okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but that, just remember that first, vi- the first 10 minutes that follow up to the most successful video of all time is in black and white. When the video turns color, Michael Jackson's white. Coincidence? Probably not. But you were uh, the biggest celebrity of all time and you can go to the jungles of Africa and keep in mind before Thriller came out outside of the Beatles and maybe the Rolling Stones Michael Jackson had 10% of each album sold. The highest royalty rate of any artist at the time. In the early 80s. So before Thriller came out. And sold 100 million copies. In 2 or 3 years. He was getting 10% of that. So he was he, he was probably a billionaire. In the 80s. Just off a music one music album. And that's insane. So if you want to know where all the craziness comes from. Michael Jackson didn't need the industry. He was an industry himself. And people wanted to be a part of that. No matter what. Even if it means controlling a human body. To stay a part of that industry. So conspiracy theorists. Look more into Michael Jackson. And you were. A big. Influence not only in the music industry. But in our beloved. Entertainment industry as a whole. And that goes into television. Movies. It's all part of. The art. So Captain EO. With George Lucas. And the director of the Godfather. Francis Corolla Coppola. One of the absolute worst 20 minutes you will watch in your life. But it was supposed to be our big introduction to 3D. And that was my influence for our standing ovation. So MJ, even though you're the highest selling artist of all time, you were still didn't reach your full potential. You got caught up in the evil of the music and entertainment industry. But your influence is going to be for a lifetime. So a thousand years from now... They're gonna think Jesus and Michael Jackson was white. Not those things. They're all being white, but there's a reason that that happened. Stand ovation, Michael all right. Jackson. All right, MJ, love that man. Don't forget that fat guy with the cigar and good fellas who shot Joe Pesci was Michael Jackson's manager in the eighties. You always see Michael Jackson eighties. With a fat Italian guy with a big
0: ass cigar. That that is still crazy. To think about. <laughs> it's, it's like a, really, that was a guy. The, <laughs> oh, that's that that's that's still weird. Very weird. Like hey, chubby checker is my manager. <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> like for <are you laughs> real. Like <laughs> <laughs> right, not, not saying there's nothing wrong with chubby Checker. man. Shout out to you man. You did great things, but that's just that's just weird. That's just very weird. But I don't know. What is it about the fat guys that be managing and taking all the money? Didn't, didn't the fat I guy know. do that to Elvis? Yeah, I think did. So, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah.
1: The Colonel? Yeah. All oh,
0: right, man. Our heroes, man. They had a rough go of it, man. Now, let's get to our, our binge worthy this week, gentlemen. Now, let me see if I wrote down something in my notes. Let's see if I had a binge worthy. Nope. I'm out of binge worthy this week. All right. So I'm tapped out this week. I ain't oh, watched no shows. Oh, man. Um, Who what got I, the binge worthy? Did
1: I watch? Oh, Hard Knocks is back on HBO Max. You mean like the the, the Cardinals ones? Yeah, they got the Cardinals now. Um, you can binge that. They got a couple of episodes out. It's uh, not as good as the Lions one so far. I'm not really. Well, that's it. A- Amazon
2: does the in season one with the Cardinals. So is
1: that's on HBO Max? Yeah, they both they do both. HBO, really? Yeah, HBO do both of them. Because I both kept seeing those Amazon commercials. They do a similar one, but uh, uh, Hard Knocks is HBO owned. And this is uh, the end season is the Cardinals. The, the beginning of the season was the Lions, but the end season is the Cardinals. And so okay. uh, that's uh, something that you can uh, definitely binge uh, if you want. So you just find out what's going on. I don't like Kyler Murray, though. He's annoying as hell on there. But anyways. Well, shout out to Kyler Murray because he's, he's out for the yeah, season he with he a tore torn his ACL. ACL. Yeah, so uh, well, the season was over with. Anyways, they suck this year. But um, that's the only thing I binge watched was the, the hard knocks. And some of that and or. I watched a little bit of that. And you, when you know, said that wasn't blowing your mind. Uh, not so far. I, like I told um, our, our, our DJ over here, that I, I just don't know these guys. I don't know these characters. So I'm, I'm not really intrigued by them. You know, I, I, I guess because Rogue One had some, um, you know, we got to see Vader at the end and stuff, but you still saw some stuff Star Wars ish. This doesn't even feel like Star Wars to me. So I think I need to watch more of it. And then I'll give it more of a. Uh, I give it a better critique at that point, but so far it's not doing a whole lot for me. Just the one episode, and I know we need to look past that, but that first episode wasn't much for me, so uh, other than that, I didn't binge anything else. So, uh, Shaq, Shaq too. I know, I need to start watching. I watched the, That's good. Yeah, that's episode. Um,
0: you said it's a weekly one? Yeah,
1: so it comes out of tomorrow with the next one, and it'll be the fourth episode. The third one has just got into Kobe now. He's just starting to talk about the beef with Kobe and... Uh, all that kind of stuff. So you would definitely like it, Tommy, because it's, it's got a lot of Kobe. You owe it, it. if it's yeah, a Lakers yeah. fan. You owe yeah, it. To yourself yeah, to definitely. Watch you that. Like anything Lakers. Uh, Shaq is telling all you know, all 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 stuff that he could think of, everything he can he, he can remember. So it's it's pretty great, especially if you like Kobe. It's a lot of Kobe in there. So get out, want to try. So that's all I had for this evening.
2: Yeah. Um, I and I just want to say I've seen the first two episodes of the Shaq Show. That is extremely entertaining. It is. Shaq, Shaq is, as is an, as <laughs> an icon. I love that <laughs> yeah, guy. This is it. And uh, yeah, outside of that uh, cop running out the warehouse in Wakanda forever, like, oh, shit, that's Iron Man suit. The funniest thing I've heard in any anything in entertainment came from that Shaq show when he was, I think it was in episode one, he was talking about his upbringing. And uh, the bus driver that his mom tried to get him on the bus with told his mom that, there's either that kid's retarded, oh, or, yeah, yeah. Or, or he's over five years old because yeah, he was so big as a five yeah, as, yeah. as a, a four year old. like he's not under five either. He's retarded. You're lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was rolling off that. He was probably big as hell as a four year old. Yeah.
1: Oh, I thought that was hilarious. He's big his whole life, man.
2: Um, like I said, I turned off that Wednesday show in under ten minutes because just because i I didn't like what I was seeing so far. So I thought that would be my binge worthy. So uh, I'm going to still take my brother's recommendation. He's been enjoying it and recommended that show for me. Uh, but thank you to my older brother for giving me that Amazon Prime subscription he has. So I could see some stuff they got on, on there. And I was able to see one of the more entertaining hours of television that I think anybody can watch. Because... Um, A few years back, I saw something that Rihanna came out with. She does a fashion show for her clothing line called the Fenty X Fashion Show. I I believe her clothing line is called Fenty X. And I only saw the first two volumes of that. And she came out with volume three two years ago and volume four this year. And thanks to my brother's Amazon Prime account, I was able to watch volume three and four And they are freaking awesome. Uh, I'm not really into fashion and all that. But she not only has super fine females modeling her clothing line and lingerie. But she brings on great musical acts in between the shows as well. And it is stellar entertainment. Uh, We recently lost one of the members of the Migos this year. If um, you guys have Amazon Prime or any listeners out there watch Amazon Prime, please give the Rihanna Fenty X show a chance. This is absolutely binge worthy and it counts as high art in my book because, um, yeah, I, I grew up wearing rock aware this and rock aware that. I never saw Jay-Z do nothing like this with his clothing line. What she does here is is really shows her true genius, not only as an entertainer, but as a businesswoman. And she's highlighting other artists as well. As a huge fan of the Migos, they give a great performance in Volume One of this show. And I'm also a big fan of the rapper Big Sean. He has a great performance, and you got to see Fat John Fabulous doing the live performance of "I'm All the Way Up with <laughs> I'm All the Way Up with Half Naked Girls Walking Around." Quality entertainment. This is absolutely binge worthy. And I think your, uh, your better half will enjoy it as well. So uh, I enjoyed watching Volume 1 and 2 with my girlfriend at the time. And, yeah, she enjoyed it just as much as as me. And I didn't get slapped in the face for drooling over half-naked girls for that hour. She was having a great time. Uh, the Savage X Finney show on Amazon Prime with Rihanna is freaking awesome. A huge artistic achievement. It is extremely entertaining. It's 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 great. If you like live musical acts and fine girls walking around in sexy clothes, this is for you. I had a great great time. Volume 1 through 4 is on Amazon Prime now and uh what's the girl from high school musical and that crappy movie called Spring Breakers? Uh Oh, um I know you're talking about uh
0: High School Musical. You watched? It? No, um, I just know that she got famous for that. I
2: only know her from Spring Breakers. Damn it! I know and, the name. Uh, right off. right. That's oh, you break. talking about, like Vanessa Hudgens. There we go. Vanessa her? Hudgens. Yes. Oh, I I'm, like her. I'm a big. Was fan. she in
0: the Was she in the new Bad Boys uh, movie? Yes, she
2: was. Yep, Bad Boys Three. Story. Yes, she, she was. Really good. I like. Yes, that. she was. Um, between us, guys, I got a slight fetish for white girls wearing braids. I'm sorry. White girls you play? hate ghetto white Not girls, what the man.
1: fuck this That act- makes no sense I, 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 I don't, We don't have to be ghetto I, 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 am, I
2: guess I'm, I I mean, guess I know, I'm that's a, culture appropriation yeah. That sounds like a ghetto white girl <laughs> to me I'm, I guess I'm a complex individual
0: You like neck tattoos as well? Wanting to wear pajama pants and flip flops Inside of a Walmart uh, no, Hell yeah. no, side tattoos yes
2: Neck neck tattoos no Yeah. Uh, but as long as you're not talking like a stereotype. White girls keep braiding your hair. Woo. Man, you do something. Vanessa Hudgens wearing nothing but lingerie and braids and high heels. Woo. Yeah. Yeah, get your Vaseline out, fellas. You're in for entertainment. You a nasty individual. I'm <laughs> sorry. individual. I suck. But shout out to Rihanna. Savage X Finish on Amazon Prime. Quality entertainment. Highly, highly recommended. Volume one through four. Okay.
0: All right, let's get to now showing. You. <laughs> before you before you get too damn excited about your damn All right, man, move on, move on. It, oh, I'm I'm a fan, but I ain't that big of a fan, all right? Now, what new movies have y'all seen this past week cuz I have um, a couple. Yeah, my I just get one out of the way yeah. because this one I'm just going to I'm going to put this out there to steer people away from it cuz I was very disappointed. Damn. The movie Amsterdam. Really? Oh, that was on I my almost, watch list. I almost wanted to watch the that one too. that I think either you or Sean Broder had like a Christian Bale had Killer John Cass. David Washington yeah, had yeah. a Margot Robbie had a Remy Malk- uh, Malky, whatever his name is a uh, damn um, Michael Shannon like Mike Meyer Robert De Niro it had a it has a tremendous cast and so much damn potential and by far it was one of the most disappointing. Ensemble movies that I've ever seen in my life. Ooh,
2: and I remember you even, hit, you had a great point. Because I remember Sean yeah. bringing that up. He, and Sean was, and to my agreement, it's like, it's one of the best cast of all time. And Tom's like, hold on, guys. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> you guys must not have seen the same ensembles I have. Usually, when you see all these big A-listers of one movie, the movies are shit.
0: And it usually is. That light bulb went off same. my head. I was like, Tommy
2: is right on the freaking money. I'm disappointed that keeps this tradition going
0: i don't know it's rare that you have a big ensemble like that and the movie is actually good that's very rare. you that is a very good point and very true and this one it, it, it had so much potential but i feel like it was so anticlimactic at the end i feel like i just wasted like two and a half hours of my time watching this damn movie it it did not add up to me at all as far as being like a good movie or a good ending it was just very, very dull. The most exciting thing about this movie is when Taylor Swift got run over by a car. Taylor Swift <laughs> is in this too. they't they put anybody in there. I swear it was like within the first five ten minutes that's what happened with her, and I was like, all right, this movie gotta be good, man he killed Taylor Swift all right, gotta <laughs> okay, right, give me some more, man What else you got and it was just like uh, it was just it was it was just so boring. It was so boring. I was so bored with this movie. I was frustrated. The storyline didn't go the way I went the way I thought it was going to go. It was just mostly a story about. You know, a bunch of corporate men, like, ahead of their uh, industries trying to come all together and create, like, an Illuminati to take over the government. That's all it was. That's all it was. It was so boring. I was so disappointed. Y'all can watch it if you want to, but if you just want to save two and a half hours of your time, don't watch it, man. It ain't worth the time. I was very disappointed. This is like a, a, a one star out of five, and that's me being very generous with it. Dang. It was not good. I did wow. not. I did So not you
2: like enjoy it. Day Shift more than this? Fuck
0: yes. I watch Day <laughs> Shift right now. Yeah. <laughs> if you told me I had to watch Amsterdam, man, I'd rather, uh, man, just, I'd rather you cut a toe off or something. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't want to watch this movie again. I, it's one of those movies where you watch it once and you know you're not going to watch it again.
2: Now, was this directed by David O. Russell or was this Darren Aronofsky? Da- David O. Russell. David O. Russell. Okay. Both of them were very hit and miss. Now, David O. Russell... Did, Directed my beloved Three Kings, and uh, oh, the
0: one with Ice Cube and uh, George Clooney. Yes,
2: and there was a movie that had Christian Bale and uh, Mark Wahlberg in it, where he was was that Mark Wahlberg net? Where what the fighter? The fighter. Yes, yes, which I enjoyed a lot.
0: That was a very good movie. I like that one. But
2: yeah, he's he's kind of been on the miss side as of lately. Um, David o. Russell was not always knocking him out the park, and this is mm-hmm. one of those movies that. Uh, I was interested in it at the beginning, but it, it's got so much negative buzz that was pretty much around the board, it kind of turned me off from actually see, making a priority to see it. I still want to watch it. I will make a time to watch it eventually, but yeah, I'm, I'm not holding my breath with all the negative buzz surrounding this movie. And it sounds like it was justified from what you're saying.
0: It it was just a big disappointment. It was one of the bigger disappointments of this year. If we had like a top five of like the trash movies this year, (laughs) it's definitely going on my top five trash ones. When we do our year and wrap up, that's definitely going on my top five trash. Damn. It, 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 It was bad. It was bad. Not like a Fast and Furious 9 bad, but it was definitely like, all of this wasted talent in this movie, and this is what you gave us. Like, how dare you waste Robert De Niro in a great movie that could have been? It, it was very sad. It was very sad to watch. I, just, I wanted all my time back. I felt like I wanted to fall asleep on it, but I felt like, oh, come on, man. I got to watch this for the podcast. I got to tell the guys that this movie ends in a good way. I had to muscle through, like, half this movie and this nonsense, <laughs> and then end up having, like, a great ending that was all worth it. But I was like, no, I can't lie to y'all. It was not worth it. Audience, don't watch Amsterdam. It's not worth your time and I do apologize if you did watch it because you probably agree with me that it was definitely something that could have been a lot better than what they gave us. Man. It was so sad. Disappointing.
2: And you're talking about that makes me think, with all those good actors who've probably seen a lot of scripts come into their office throughout their career, wonder if they read it and were just like, this movie's gonna suck, but this paycheck is so damn good. how, How does a movie with all those stars turn out that bad on such a consistent basis? I... I still remember feeling like
0: I was robbed seeing Oceans Twelve. I loved Oceans Eleven. I really liked it. Oceans Twelve was by far the anomaly of like a great movie that could have been a lot better. Oh, I hated Oceans Twelve. It, so it was much. it was really bad. I remember watching that one. I was like, damn, that could have been a, hell of a lot better. than I what thought it was. it was. I really liked it. But, but they saved it with Oceans Thirteen. They they, right. they they came back and they made it. They made it really good. And uh, Al Pacino in that one was good. But it was in Amsterdam. No, it was it was not great, guys. And one other movie, the emotional movie that I saw this past week, um, hold on, i gotta got to look it up, i got to make sure I get the title right. Also on uh, HBO Max, Amsterdam, by the way, is on HBO Max in case you guys want to give it a try, because it's just my opinion. But usually I, I steer, on the, steer y'all on the right side of what you should and should not watch. Something that you should watch, because I'm very simp- uh, simp- uh, sympathetic to uh, mental health awareness. A movie that I found also on HBO Max is called Dear Evan Hansen. Have you ever heard of this movie or seen this movie? I,
2: it got a lot of mixed reviews. I have.
0: It, I guess it was like a, it started out as a stage play and they turned it into a movie, which is very interesting because I usually don't care for stage plays, stage plays that turn into movies. Every once in a while they do work, you know, fences, raising in the sun, you know, sometimes they do work, rent, I think another stage play they turn into a movie yep you know chicago chicago yeah there's a long list of those that actually turned out pretty good and this one i have to say guys this one was actually really really good i i very much enjoyed this movie now the quick synopsis of this one is there's a a kid in high school and basically he's starting out the year and you can tell right away that he has a lot of like uh anxiety and like maybe some mental health issues and you know, he's dealing with depression and all that other stuff. You know, he's being raised by a single mother. And he's trying to, like, you know, make it, like, a very positive year. He's starting out that way. He's trying to be positive. He's trying to go out and, like, make the best of a bad situation of him going to school and not really wanting to be there, yada, yada, yada. You know, the typical, like, uh, loner high school student, that kind of thing. So, at the beginning of the movie, he uh, has, like, this interaction with this one kid who you can definitely tell has a lot of mental health issues. Like, he's very depressed. He's very down. Like, nobody really talks to him. Everybody thinks, like, he's just a weirdo kid. And then, I guess they have, like, a quick little interaction at the beginning of the movie. And I guess, like, a few days later, they find out that this kid kills himself. The yeah. the one kid that's uh, sad and depressed. And the one kid that uh, he interacted with very briefly, like, wrote his name on his cast. So everybody thinks that they're best friends because they haven't really seen this kid talk to anybody. And then one thing leads to another. The parents think that they're best friends. They did not know that. And somehow or another, they get the impression like, like that's what his best friend, they want to get to know him. They want to find out more about their son through him because they had very little like knowledge of what their son was up to because he was so down and oppressing and talk to anybody. So it is, is one of those movies where like, he's basically like, he pretty much has to carry on his lie of saying that he was his best friend with this one kid, and he wasn't his best friend at all, and they, he's just doing it to make the parents feel better. And the next thing you know, like they started creating a foundation for this kid, and like they want him to be like the face of it, and all this other stuff is just this was one of those movies where you know, like one thing leads to another. Like the kid just gets wrapped up in this big lie, gets out of hand, and of course, as y'all can predict, like it it comes back and it fires back into his face at some point. Like typical storyline right there whatever can't go bad does go bad for this kid and he's done with his own mental health uh things is going on it was just it was a very emotional movie because i'm very i'm very like um sympathetic to that storyline of like kids that have it rough in high school because i tell you all the time i hated high school i couldn't wait to get the fuck out of high school i hated south side everything every, everything about Southside just made me depressed <laughs> going there just thinking about that and i just I, I couldn't wait to get the fuck out of high school and this kid is like the living embodiment of everything that can go bad for you in high school and everything that can go good for you in high school when you do have the support group that you actually wanted all that time. So it was it was a very good movie for me. I thought it was very enjoyable. Great storyline, great acting. And it plays off as a musical also. So there's a lot of acting and there's a lot of singing in it as well. Kind of like a Tyler Perry like, kind of play where he's talking one minute then he's singing the next minute. Like the great... The great thing about this is like at the very least, this kid has an amazing voice. He's a very good singer, so I'm not gonna take that from him at all. So the lead actor, I can't remember his name, but shout out to you. You did you did really well. Uh who else is in there? It has uh, Amy Adams, which, you know, she's her. She, she sings in every damn movie that she's in right now. She loves to show everybody that she knows how to sing, so good for you. Uh, who else is it? Um Julianne Moore, I think, plays his mom also. And there's a few other um, actors in there as well that I can't remember their name. But overall, I thought this movie was pretty damn good. I thought, I think I'd probably give this one probably a four out of five. Yeah. As far as away, yeah.
2: Now, repeat the name of the title. For uh, me.
0: Dear uh, Evan Hansen. Dear
2: Evan Hansen. Okay.
0: It's on HBO Max. So you can you can find it there. So now... Granted, I'm graded on a scale of me just loving, like, the high school, like, storyline that goes along with this one. Because I've told you all before, like, uh, The purchase of Being a Wallflower is one of my top five movies of all time. So. Which is it, it, a
2: movie I really enjoyed.
0: Yeah, so it's kind of in line with that kind of thing. So this is this is a great movie for all you guys. for Just gaining, like, a different angle of how things can go for certain people in high school. I and mean, this goes online to just... Just be nice to people. You never know what everybody else is going through. Like, kids have it rough because they feel like they have no support system. Like, they don't have the right set of friends. They end up doing all the wrong things that they shouldn't be doing. Like, especially if you're being raised in a single household with just one parent, things are extra hard for you because you know, your parent isn't there. They're working all the time. You're alone. Like, you have nobody to talk to. It's, it's, it's just a really bad setup. And it, it really does get me emotional just. Like watching a movie like that so this dude did an incredible job this is a great movie and i think everybody should probably just watch this at least one time to get like a different perspective on what other people may be going through so dear evan hansen on hbo max that is going to be my review for this one so yeah Ooh. four out of five for me i think you guys should just check it out and y'all can tell me what y'all think so real quickly Thomas,
2: just got two questions for you did you go to college actually three questions i'm sorry did you go to college i did did you like college more than high school
0: absolutely Okay, yeah,
2: so you got a lot in common with my sister because, um, yeah, she always mentioned to me how much she hated high school, and she just fell in love with college. Yeah, because like- college
0: is, like, a nice way of, like, I guess hitting a reset button. I hear you. You get a new set of friends, like, people that don't know you. Pretty much you're, like, starting over. Like, once you get to, like, that elementary, middle school, high school, you kind of carry on those friends for, like, like one school to the next if you all in the same district. So yeah. basically right. it's people that you know since – like fucking first or second grade. So a lot of the people that I went to high school with, I know them since elementary. So, you know, we all, we all been late together. And as you get older, like people become different people. True.
2: And that the one positive, the biggest positive, I would say for just for my college experience was being around people who have the same career goals that I have. So yeah, just going to film school classes and just meeting people that have the same aspirations I do. Um, even though we live in different states now, I had lifelong friends that I'm so glad I got to experience that. But, damn, at least I could still live at my parents' house while I'm broke in high school. I hated being broke in college. It was the fucking worst. Good Lord. No, you can never go out. <laughs> well, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. And, yeah, I, I didn't get no damn student loans. And All these people getting their big-ass loan checks, and they were bawling out for two months, and I'm sitting there still broke. But, yeah, shout-out to the weed that let me slide money under his door and took credit. You, you were a big <laughs> you were a lifesaver for me. Um, Man, you got to delete <laughs> We got to get an edit. Uh, sorry about that. Um, I'm Just like you guys, I'm sure you have um, movie critics that you guys listen to on a regular basis and you trust. And, yeah, you probably check in on them from week to week to see what they got to say about some of the new releases. I just remember – a couple of my favorite critics were dogging the hell out that Evan Peters movie, and that kind of kind of steered me away at from it. And one thing that I remember reading, they said that the lead looks like he was way too old to be in high school. Tommy, can you vouch for that?
0: No, not at all. Really? No. That was one thing I remember. Hearing. He looks like, he looks exactly like the kind of kid that'll be in high school. And actually, he was in a he had another part in um. you yeah, remember the movie uh, Pitch Perfect? with uh, Anna Kendricks and well uh, mm-hmm. no, the singing movie I, I remember the, the previous yeah, had, had uh, Rebel Wilson yeah, Rebel, and, when she was big yeah, yeah he yeah. was also in that movie he was uh, one of those guys that was uh, singing for the, the male group like once a, once again tremendous voice he is an amazing singer me and my wife both thought to thought to ourselves and I was like damn like he's really really good and he does like I'm not saying he's like one of those actors in Greece where he obviously he's like 28 See, you know, that's I'm what I heard. To to be like that's what I was hearing about it. No, yeah. he, and probably in real life, he was probably like maybe twenty two, twenty three. Oh, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah, perfect. but he can still pass like a, as like a teenager because he still has that young face and he ain't got like his facial hair growing in or anything like that. So yeah, he can play the part. Okay, as like a high schooler, but no, was he like an actual high schooler like that age? Like no, he wasn't Zach Efron, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, no, not like that. But he definitely played played the part very well. He plays a high school, so he plays like that awkward. Like a introverted kind of kid who obviously has like a lot of like a social anxiety and all that kind of things, sit by himself at the the lunch table, like all that stereotypical stuff. He plays that to a T, so he plays it up pretty perfectly. He only has like that one friend who's not really a friend, that kind of thing. So, yeah, actually, it was uh, his best friend was like the. You now, remember. Yeah, you know, me telling y'all about that one show on uh, Netflix, uh, Atypical, with uh, Michael Rapaport. Yeah, I watched that.
1: That was good. Remember, yeah. like, the little
0: nerdy, uh, like, Indian kid that was the best friend he played? Yeah. That's the same kid that's his best friend. Oh, okay. In that, in yeah, he,
1: he worked at, like, the electronics store. Yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah. damn,
0: man, he, he got typecast. Like, motherfucker, on that one, like, he's gonna be the best friend of every nor- <laughs> nerdy white kid the rest of his life? Oh, I get it. <laughs> All right. It, was, it, was, it, it made me laugh as soon as I saw him. I was like, damn, he does not, he does not get another role for the rest of his life. All right, cool. But, yeah, I thought, I thought it was a pretty damn good movie. It, it, it was very good. So it tugged at my heartstrings, so therefore I'm a little bit biased towards that if you play in that storyline. But overall, it was, it was some good acting. Amy Adams did really good. Uh, Julianne Moore, obviously, because she's a tremendous actor and one of my favorite actors of all time. She's beautiful as all get out, and I'm partial to redheads, and they gave me two of them in one movie. Nice. So thank y'all for that one. Boogie Nights! Damn it, man. <laughs> you know what? You're you set me up for that, Tommy. You went violation. <laughs> just because I throw the alley you doesn't mean you got to dunk it. You know, just, just lay it up. <laughs> you have a great performance in that. <laughs> all right, I get it. I get it. We, we all know how you feel about that. Now,
1: y'all got any other new releases um, that we can talk about this week? I saw the Devotion movie. Uh, Is that the one with Jonathan Majors? Yeah, Jonathan Majors and uh, Glenn Powell. You, you from, said you went saw in in the theaters. Yeah, or you saw yeah. saw on Facebook. Okay. I saw uh, the guy from... Um, from uh, Top Gun, the Hangman. Hangman. Yeah, he actually plays a good character. I mean, not a. He, he was a good character in that, but he actually plays like a more uh, subtle and nice guy in this one. Uh, it's a story about. Um, let's see, what did I have here? Inspirational true story of Jesse Brown. It might be a relative of mine somewhere around the way. <laughs> the first black <laughs> aviator in the U.S. Navy in Navy history, and his enduring friendship with fellow fighter pilot Tom. Uh, Hunter, who is uh, Glenn Powell's character, gotcha. hoping to turn the tide in the most brutal battle in the Korean War. Their heroic sacrifices ultimately ultimately made the Navy's most celebrated wingman. And so him it was just a story about he was the first guy to enter that part of the Navy. And that's when, like, if you were black, you were only a cook or you worked in the mess hall or something like that. And you didn't get to do anything that was worth something you were just kind of like a peon well he like made his way up and he went through all the classes and all the schooling and you know they were trying to fail him every which way um they didn't think he could swim because he was black uh they were trying to drown him in different stuff like that and he made it through the part of that navy that you know and he became an aviator but all of his um you know his wingman and his buddies are all white and so throughout the whole movie is just him not really trusting you know, white people. He just doesn't know how to really trust because everybody's always trying to eff him over, you know. Um, He'd go home and be Jonathan Majors. He'd go home like after, you know, they would do their studies and their training and, you know, celebrate with his wife and the police would just come over, knock on the door, talking about they're too loud. You know what I mean? He was like, what the hell? We're just in here dancing to slow music. You know what I mean? Like, well, why, why is it too loud? You know what I mean? So this is like 1950s it was a lot of racism going on. And so of course for him to be an aviator, there was a lot of the, you know, different types of Americans at that time that didn't like the fact that he even had that symbol, you know? And so it's just a story about him. You know, uh, he did a, he, he did a hell of a job in, um, the Korean war. He actually blew up, a a bridge that like help like helped beat, defeat the, whatever the mission that they were on. And, uh, he ended up, uh, dying, um, during the, during the war, but it was more so about his companionship with the dude from Ma- Maverick, uh, top gun. It was more about their companionship and how th- he didn't think he could have a friend like him. And this dude did whatever he could to try to help Jonathan major's character out, who was Jesse Brown. And it's just, it's just to show you that, uh, he kind of set the tone for, uh, black pilots. And uh, this was after Tuskegee, t- to So this was way after that, but the fifties was still a pretty rough time. It was a very rough time. And um, just for him to be the only black when if you were black, like I said, you were a cook or a clean or they weren't even allowed to go to the top of the deck. And he was always on the top of the deck. You know, what I mean, they set him up for failure. They bought they bought like these new jets where um, he had never flown and he had to land it on the carrier and he only had two chances to land it. And. If he didn't land it, they were gonna kick him out. But he didn't know how to fly the jet. He had to learn on the on the way of flying the jet. You know what I mean? Like because he he couldn't see, and they were waiting for him to fail. So he just kept passing these tests, passing these tests, and it just showed his friendship with um, the dude from um, Top Gun, how you uh, know them, them two working together and becoming like brothers almost in in, in a sense. So uh, it was really good. I would say it's kind of slow though. It's not a lot of action until the end. It's a really. It's more of them just their camaraderie in the movie, and you getting to know both of them. And Jonathan Majors, I tell you what, man, he might be one of my favorite actors because he. I know he's creeping killed, up on my list. He killed the role. I mean, literally, because and even up to the movie, all the trailers he was in every every damn trailer. He was in Creed. He was in Aqu- uh, Aquaman. Oh, Ant Man. Uh, Ant Man. He was in like three or four 20, yeah, might be yeah. his year. yeah yeah so all the way up to the movie all the trailers had him in it you know what i mean i'm like damn this dude is in everything so um he killed the role but i would say it's a slow burn uh don't if you do watch it don't go there expecting a lot of action this is more of a sentimental movie uh and it has you know a lot of uh huge huge uh huge in the background as far as like racism and you know you know kind of like the jackie robinson of Fighter uh, fighter, flights, um, aviators, is what they would call them. Yeah, it reminded
0: so, me of, like, what was that cubic unit? The oh, yeah. The one where you're trying to be a doctor. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, was it Tom Lee Jones? I uh, think uh, Robert, Robert De-, De Niro. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Yeah, it's, it's similar to that, except for he was- That was huge. a great movie. Yeah, yeah. A few good men. Not a few good men. What was that uh, called? Men of Honor. Men of Honor, yep. No. That, Damn, yes. I'm, I'm really on point tonight, Yeah, guys. yeah. So, uh, it's similar. goddamn credit over here. Yeah, it's similar to that um it's very similar to that so it it is very heartwarming um he he had a family of course and uh at the end they show you know the dude from top guns you know great grandson and his great granddaughter together holding hands because they can i ask you a question though yeah all right have you seen the movie red tails yeah yeah do you think this is better than red tails uh I think Red Tails had more action because I thought Red yeah, Tails yeah. had a lot more action. But, but
0: I also thought it was cool. It I was like, so greatest. disappointed.
1: Red I would kid. say it's, I think Red Tails a little bit better, but this is this is still good as far as what it meant. So I gave it three and a half brownie points. Okay, and it's, it's not a bad movie; it's just slow. I thought it would be a lot more action
0: because anytime it's a race movie,
1: I don't look for a lot of action. Right? Because anyway, right. obviously
0: they're trying to tell a story.
1: Yeah, they definitely trying to tell a story, and uh, this dude was the best pilot they had, and they were trying to fail him at all costs. Just so he can get out of the army, like uh, uh tabloids would come just to you know take pictures of him. Like, how's it feel to be only black on this carrier that's uh doing anything of significance and stuff? And he was like, I'm a, I'm a fighter fighter, I worked my ass off for all of this, you know what I mean? Like, I'm the only black, the first black, and all that stuff. So it is it, very touching, very heartwarming. So he's the um, first he was on a, record
0: naval, naval first, aviator,
1: yep, naval aviator in the navy. Yep, so Jesse Brown was his name. And Jonathan Majors, who we all love, killed the role. It's just not a lot of action, but that's not the type of movie. So I still gave it three and a half. I kind of s- slowed down. I was like, all right, I need to see something. But um, at the end, it was very heartwarming. So I gave it three and a half. So that, that's what I saw. Devotion. All right, so, man. Now, awesome. there's, now I
0: know I need to check it out because I, I I was on the fence on that one. If I wanted to watch it in theater or wait for it to come out on like streaming but I definitely have to go see uh, that, and also I got to see Violent Night because I didn't get a chance to it. Oh, watch yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I definitely got to, you said I Violent Night was really great. Good and I want to watch it.
1: Yeah, that. Now, that's a lot of action. That's not a dull moment, you know. Yeah, Santa so. Claus killing people. Santa Claus killing people with candy canes. <laughs> I'm, I'm still yeah. shocked they pulled that off. Pulled it off. It's actually a yeah. good movie. To me, it was. I, that,
0: I would, I'm I, usually not a fan of, like, violent Christmas movies, but good God almighty, man, they're going to make Santa kill people. I'm all in for that one.
1: <laughs> he was not killing, he was whooping ass, hell yeah. And then I like, what's his name, David Harbour, I like him anyways. Oh, it, just, it just added more to it. So, yeah, those two good movies, uh, back to back there. So And then, of course, we got Avatar 2 here Friday. So Which, I, let me get to my, before we if we haven't seen, we'll get to the, we,
2: we got to talk about Avatar 2. Oh, yeah, no. I, but props to you, Sean, for seeing Devotion, because I really felt that was one of the best trailers that came out this year. Yeah. And believe me, if I was more financially stable right now, I would have paid to see that in theaters because it looked really good to me. So I'm glad you took the time out to see that. I did, yeah. And I, unfortunately, even when I saw the preview earlier this year and thought it looked really good, the first thing that popped in my head is this is going to be this year's A Thin Red Line that just has the – it's going to be a very good movie that just unfortunately came out the same year is Saving Private Ryan. If Devotion probably came out a different year that Top Gun Maverick didn't come out, yeah. I guarantee it probably would have had more buzz and more people would have been interested to see it. You can only have one big World War II movie in a given year. Same with this. You can only have one big fighter pilot movie per given year. I, I haven't enjoyed the old uh, Louis Gossett Jr. movies, Iron Eagle, but those movies did not come out the same year Top Gun did. So I, I just really felt, felt it was unfortunate because Devotion really looks good. So I'm glad that uh, you actually paid money to see that in the theater because I, I was definitely looking forward to that. Um, saw two new movies over the weekend. Both are on streaming services, so I did not make it out to the theaters. But both of these movies were just released on Friday. One was one of my most anticipated movies of the year. The second one was a movie that I was not that excited about, but ended up liking far more than what I was expecting. First, anything that Guillermo del Toro's name is on, oh, I man, will I know watch. You're about to bring up, and as someone who thinks that Blade Two and to a certain, I'll even say Blade One, both Blade, both Blade One and Two, are in the top 10 comic book movies of all time category. I'll say it. But Blade 2 Blade Blade 2 might sneak into my top 5. Yeah, I said it. I absolutely adore Blade 2 and anything that Guillermo Del Toro's behind, I'm all with it. So, me also being a huge fan of A Nightmare Before Christmas and just being a stop motion animation junkie as it is Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio was on my radar from the get-go before I even saw any footage or anything. Okay, Just here we gyro'd. go. And it was really, really good. Oh, but man. coming in, are, I thought— Are you
0: speaking bias because it's him? No. Because this is a no, damn Pinocchio movie. It is, and I would
2: never put that as one of my favorite Disney movies ever. Uh, but it was stop-motion animation. Which I am always interested in. Will always give a chance. And it was one of my favorite filmmakers. So was this the greatest movie of all time? No. Was it the best animated movie of 2022? I still say Turning Red holds that title. Is it one of the better movies I've seen this year? Absolutely yes. And it is geared more towards teenagers and adults more so than kids. So this movie is rated pg thirteen for a reason and um yeah there's even a scene in there where unlike the 1940s Disney movie when Pinocchio tries to escape from the traveling circus that he gets sucked into the owner of the time actually tries to tie Pinocchio in onto a cross and burn him alive <laughs> so this is not for children this is not for young children this is very dark subject matter but uh it has a human side to it that I think most people of a slightly mature age and above can appreciate. We all dealt with loss in our lives, so it this really hammered home why Geppetto would try to make a doll um to replace his son they lost in tragedy. And this does deal with adult themes, so I wasn't prepared going in that this would deal with Geppetto and Pinocchio growing up in fascist Italy as Mussolini's taking power post World War One, leading into the Triangle of Evil with the Nazis in World War Two, and it is one of the more entertaining and heartfelt movies that you will see. It's and it's pretty sad. Uh, I, Outside of up, I really can't think of another movie that had me almost in you know, I'll put Wakanda forever in that category. Uh, that had me in tears within the first fifteen minutes. So even if you've seen the original Disney movie, you're not ready for the first fifteen minutes of Geppetto losing his real life son. It is absolutely devastating. Yeah, that'd be rough, man. Um yeah. I would say the only downside I had was uh Hewan McGregor plays Jiminy Cricket in this one and his voice is just this was this wasn't the best voice. It sounded like Hugh and McGregor the entire movie. <laughs> this is Hugh McGregor. Obi Wan. I'm I'm listening to this. Is not Jiminy Cricket, but this is a must watch. Uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio one of the best movies I've seen this year. It's on Netflix. Give it a chance, no matter how old you are.
0: Okay, I'll I'll, I'll give it a try. I wasn't excited at all when I saw Pinocchio. I don't really give a damn about Pinocchio. No,
2: no, do I? Never. I'm I'm always been in Aladdin. Lion King guy when it comes to Disney, but
0: and I'm not really big on you know stop animation.
2: That's um, you can even call it. I wouldn't even call it a fetish. It's a it's a love affair with me. Uh, Just the amount of detail that you can put in there is unmatched, even with hand drawn animation. It's and it's got its own unique style. When it's done right, I I really feel that's true movie magic on display, and you'll see a lot of that in this. Now, the biggest surprise of the year I saw this this um, this weekend as well, and I blame the Oscars and the marketing department behind this movie because they did a terrible job of selling it, and that is the Will Smith starring Emancipation, which is currently streaming on Apple+. Plus. And I just want to say that Emancipation and Pinocchio deserve to be shown on the big screen. So, if there's one downside of the streaming industry, it's the fact that good quality movies like this are, we have to see for the first time on television. I think I would have enjoyed both of these a lot more singing in a humongous theater screen. Now, um, me, like a lot of other people probably saw this preview, probably probably thought for Emancipation, I don't need another slave movie. I've, I've seen enough.
0: I'm on that fence.
2: I blame the marketing team for this. And this is about halfway in I realized that there was a reason why they made this movie. It was because they really had a good story to tell and they knew it would be different from all the other slavery movies that we've seen in the past. So the awareness of the filmmakers behind this is what elevated it to what I think is a great status. This is a great movie. And I'm kind of shocked about the mixed feedback that you've been hearing from critics online. Because as soon as this movie in, I was like, this was a damn good movie. This was way better than what I was told it was going to be or what the previews made it out to be. Now, keep in mind, this movie is directed by Antoine Fuqua of Training Day, Equalizer 1 and 2. We talked about Mark Wahlberg's shooter with Danny Glover playing a surprising villain role. And one of the more underrated action movies of the past 20 years, Tears of the Sun with Bruce Willis. Um, this, you could categorize this as an action movie more than anything. Really? Uh, yeah, the preview sold it as a slave drama. But to my surprise, he, him and a couple of his fellow slaves made a run for it about 20 minutes in. And this is a damn near survival action movie. I mean, uh, I think we kind of uh, this has more in common with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, what's that movie called The Revenant, more so than it does with Twelve Years a Slave. Hmm. This was like an action thriller, and it was damn near exciting. It I, and it didn't focus on the atrocities of slavery; it just put you in that time era because the people behind this known that we've seen. Movies and documentaries were that those atrocities of the slavery period in the United States have been documented. So they were going for something else and made it a survival movie of trying to escape all that. So they didn't even focus on that that much from the first couple minutes. We see him getting separated from his family just because of his carpentry skills and them having to deal a build a railroad for the Confederate Army. And within the first 15 20 minutes he's on the run he's not only fighting the elements of the swamp in uh, Louisiana but uh, people tracking him trying to hunt him down and it's it's damn near exciting and it's style-wise it's one of the, uh one of the more unique movies that I've seen this year it's not all black and white like the previews make it out to be um, they use colors to emphasize things that are important like fire blood and even the animals that you encounter in the swamp. So yeah, when you see a black and white terrain, you see a black snake sitting on a tree branch. It stands out, and it's startling. One of Will Smith's best performances. It's not overly dramatic. It's extremely exciting, and I am shocked that this movie hasn't been getting more hype than it because I'm, sh- I'm
0: honestly th- shocked, that you're same, shocked. Same, same,
2: uh, same here. I thought it, I thought the movie was just going to be formulaic. Um, uh, uh, pretty much, um, Will Smith vehicle that was just going to be over dramatized. And, uh, it was just going to try to play off something that we've already seen before. This is a, a damn good movie, uh, d- based on one of the more popular photos of that century. And this is an important story that's being told about this guy. Uh, he does not take any shit even once he is free. He's untrustworthy and they don't make it even though the most of the movies are black and white they don't make the issue as is black and white so even once he joins the Union Army during the Civil War, he deals with racism with the with his uh superiors within the union army so it's they don't paint him black and white. this is more so than anything one of the worst marketed jobs <laughs> for any big big theatrical movie that I've ever seen any movie with a budget uh, they should have sold this movie as starring Will Smith from the director of training day shooter equalizer and tears of the sun and cut this up as an action movie and it would have built way more excitement and caused far more people to seek it out than actually try to avoid it uh, this is a damn good movie and any movie fan is doing themselves a disservice if you have if you don't give this movie a chance. So, no matter how you feel about Will Smith smacking the shit out of Chris Rock, which you shouldn't have done, if you're a fan of Training Day, Shooter, Tears of the Sun, Equalizer 1 or 2, you need to give this movie a chance, and that will give you a better hint of what you're getting into watching this. This is a survival action movie, not a slave drama, and it was great. One of my favorite movies I've seen this year. Emancipation, Will Smith on Apple+. Plus. Please give it a chance, guys. Please.
0: Now, I'll tell you right now, even not watching this movie, I can tell you exactly <laughs> what was the problem with this movie. Okay. I'm listening. Good movie, wrong time. Yeah, I told you, Will what? Smith had to come out with a Something, good movie. Yeah, he needed This to be is a, it. No, this can't. He's a, he's can't a movie be, star. It can't be a fucking slave movie. And once again, he <laughs> didn't. He, Will Smith doesn't does not know how to read the fucking room. Yeah. People still haven't forgiven him for what he's done. I think he should have pocketed this movie for next year. He should have had. A little bit more lead time because this movie was well, that damn good. It's like it's this like movie Bel- was
2: all, he was already he was already made the movie before that slap happened. No, you
0: could, but you, you could still pocket a movie for a while. He doesn't have it, that. It, the studio has that control. If the studio really wanted their 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 money back, at the very least, or try to get as much, as much streaming or awards and all the other stuff, they should have put this movie out
2: later. Now, keep in mind, Will Smith is banned from the Academy for ten years. So, Which nobody really gives a fuck, but whatever. <laughs> and I don't think Will Smith does. He doesn't give a fuck. No, he does He so, got his award, so he good. I've, if For the public awareness side, and you trying to get as many viewers as you want, um, I, I don't really think there would be a perfect time to release this because let's say the movie's already made and you're just keeping on the shelf. Who knows what Will Smith is going to do within the next couple of years, what if he makes two bombs in a row? And then there's even less interest than ever in the movie. What if, what if his next two movies suck and they're just keeping on the shelf, then you're really not going to want to give it a chance. I really, it, f- it's, there's it's no perfect time career, to release this. It.
0: It's just how his career is going. That's just, he may not agree with it. He may not like it, but this is exactly what happens. when you have like that outcry of people who want to see him. I don't know, be more reprimanded for what he, for what he did. Me personally, I I really don't care. I knew it. I knew immediately as soon as I saw the trailer, I wasn't going to watch it. Even if he didn't smack the shit out of Chris Rock, I told you I don't want to see another fucking slave movie. Nor
2: do I, honestly. Nor nor do I. And it was real more so than anything. It was the director Antoine Fuqua, and just the fact that all the slave documentaries that I've seen, that picture with the guy with this whipped up back is one is always pops up in it. So that that held my curiosity i just want to see this guy's story because all i would ever see in those documentaries is that picture which uh the emancipation of the slave coincides with the development of still photos so that's why not only is because of the era it was because of the technology technological advances of the time uh that that photo became so popular there was that was just one of the more popular photos of the 1800s, and it, it it popped up in at least ten documentaries that I've seen, not only about slavery but just of that century in itself. So that, which kind of caused me to see it. Believe me, I've seen all the slave movies I've need to see. I this is more so in the action movie category that takes place during the slavery era. I would say this is a action thriller. More so than a slave movie. And while I really think that 12 Years a Slave is a great movie. It was such a downer. I have really no desire to sit down and watch that again. Just like I have to prepare myself for the earlier mentioned Passion of Christ. Movie such a downer. I I have to prepare myself to know I'm going to be in a bad mood the rest of the day. After I watch that because it's so sad. This movie is more... Inspirational than anything, and it's more of an action thriller than an actual slave drama. If that gives you guys any motivation to seek it out, because uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I think we underestimate just how good of an athlete Will Smith is. Because, yeah, I thought Usain Bolt was escaping from slavery <laughs> in a couple scenes, this dude was cutting the hell out. <laughs> you, so, you see, Will Smith in a full sprint, and one other he thing, which probably doesn't <laughs> imagine that Jada was chasing. Uh. Him. <laughs> <laughs> Nice.
1: <laughs> Very
0: nice.
2: So he, or I, he's
1: running from her and getting out of the situation. <laughs>
2: and I, I just want to point out one more thing that I noticed during this. There was a movie that got much, much more better reviews that came out this year that I enjoyed a lot less than this movie. And that was the um Jake Gyllenhaal movie, I believe it was called Emergency. Or they were banked. A- ambulance. Ambulance, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Thank you, Sean. You're close. Ambulance.
0: Man. Oh, you think about the emergency like the the one that I told you about yeah. on Amazon. Which was the, that was the good. Two, the two black kids and the yeah, they got the one white girl that I guess pass out on the damn uh floor and they had to That was out a
2: good and, thank you for that recommendation. I would I would have I would have missed that one. That was a that was a great recommendation. Ambulance with Jake Gyllenhaal was getting a lot of good reviews and buzz. It's the Michael Bay's latest. And one thing I noticed watching that is this dude is overusing these damn drone shots. I think it's an incredible technology that can bring some pretty sweet camera views and angles in modern day filmmaking. But this was damn near like a seven-year-old getting his dad's shotgun out the safe. He just didn't know what to do with it. He has got way too excited and was shooting up the whole damn house. The drone shots in Emancipation are subtle and absolutely mind-blowing. Wait till you see these battlefield shots where they're using a drone to show the whole landscape. It's some of the best filmmaking I've seen. And the marketing team who promoted this Emancipation movie ought to be ashamed of themselves because they did a terrible job selling it and they sold a movie that does not exist. This is not a slave drama. This is an action thriller that takes place during during slavery and if you're a fan of the action genre or the f- previous movies i mentioned with Antoine fuca training day shooter equalizer tears of the sun you're gonna enjoy this movie i
1: like all I, those. I, 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 I
2: want you i can't wait give owe it to yourselves to watch this movie i can't wait to hear if you guys enjoyed it as much as i did no, give it just, a chance
0: they just had the wrong actor i'm sorry I would, wait not, till you see it. It's it, not it, ready for Will Smith, huh? It's wait, wait here. till you see it. I it's, I it's it's embarrassing to say to to say that Will Smith ruined a movie. But still, just imagine if Mel Gibson tried to make Passion of the Christ after he did that rant. Yeah. There's timing. Timing is all a part it of it. If you don't have like the right time or you're not in the good graces of the public, you're not going to get the set of eyes on it as you as you might want to if you were uh, more forgiven, I guess. Or if people actually, you know, accept your explanation, because even to this day, I don't think he's given a rational explanation as to why he did what he did.
2: He hasn't. I don't, I don't expect that for Will Smith. He's. I expect him to shut the fuck up at this point. Yeah. Like, stop
0: talking so. I, I
2: want him to, but I don't expect that from Will Smith because he is. Um, uh, what's what's the phrase I'm looking for? He has more more so than most celebrities. He's more self-conscious, and he wants to put off the appearance that he wants to be an inspiration in your life. It's not just enough for him to be a movie star. He wants to be an inspiration in, in people's everyday lives and wants to be a role model, and he wants everything that comes out of his mouth to be profound. He carefully—every he, he everything, every word he, he says on camera— He is, he's extremely conscious of, and he, he does not want to say the wrong thing. And he's done damn near a great job of it for the majority of, of his career. Not only did he achieve the status of being the biggest movie star in the world for a time period, he was one of the biggest TV, TV stars of all time before he made that jump to movies. And we haven't had one negative thing to say about Will Smith for three decades So, one incident's not going to tarnish his whole legacy. It could. For for me. For me. I know it does for some people because just like all three of us here, we're all huge Chris Rock fans. So, and his his, uh, Oscar slap was completely unnecessary and he was in the wrong for that. But, not the worst thing I've ever seen, especially... In the entertainment industry. And that's not going to tarnish his career. This guy wasn't molesting little kids. He didn't kill his pregnant wife. um, Roman Polanski. Hopefully not Michael Jackson. That's what I was hinting at. Um, So him slapping somebody in public on an award show after his wife got insulted. Ah, You can bounce
0: back from that. You
2: You can bounce back.
0: All right. He can bounce back. All right, we, we, we're just going to go here. Man, this is going all the way here. He can bounce back, but just like, just like Chris Brown had to learn that timing was everything after he had that incident with Rihanna, Will Smith still hasn't learned hey, that his timing is just not quite there yet. <laughs> it's, it's still not, it's, it's bad, but he didn't Chris hit Brown tried to put out an album right after that shit, and he pleaded with like an award show uh, audience, like, hey, like, I. Right. Like, I'm trying to bounce back. I'm doing all the work. I wish you guys would forgive me, yada, yada, yada. And everybody was like, hey, we ain't quite there yet. And you know how he bounced back? He made some fire-ass fucking music. Yeah. Will Smith needs to make a fire-ass fucking movie. This is it. I don't think this is it. And just because pr- I didn't it, think it would just be because either. they put it out too soon. You got to really, like, slowly work your way back into it at this point. He's really trying really hard. And it's unfortunate that Antoine Fuqua put out probably one of his best movies with Will Smith, but nobody wants to fucking watch it yet. Um, and this is another sad point that they put it on Apple fucking TV. I'm sorry, but I don't give a fuck about Apple TV.
1: Hardly anybody does. Um, it's not going to get enough views. I think it's not going to get enough people's eyes on it. it and I heard it bigger. hasn't. Even,
0: I heard they didn't even nominate this movie for any like awards uh, for like the. Um, the Emmys or anything like that. I heard like it missed nominations because I think nominations came out like a day the Golden or two. Globes did. Yeah, yeah, they said like yeah, this hasn't been nominated for anything. And I didn't expect it to. Of course they weren't. I'm about to say if it was so damn good, it should have been Lee's nominated for something. It,
2: it was, but um, like if it, said, even if it wasn't
0: him, like who nobody really cares at this point. Like, um, people are still trying to work through their feelings on how they feel about him because they feel feel me per, me personally. I still feel like he's really fake and he's married to a narcissist, and I can't stand with that.
2: I guarantee if we we go back and we look at our five best movies list or if we ever sit down and make our list of top, our favorite 25 movies, uh, most of those movies didn't get winning any awards. Uh, I, I think Predator was as good as anything that came out in the 80s, but the Academy will tell me Tootsies, a better movie than Predator. <laughs> get the fuck. It's not. It's not. <laughs> I ain't heard that damn movie. <laughs> oh, to- yeah, it's it's um. not. Uh, g- give it a chance, uh, and I I don't ever think there would be. a I perfect will try time to, to give it a
0: chance. I'm not trying to say I'm just gonna boycott Will Smith for the rest of like my life, or whatever. But uh, I don't know. I feel like he's trying to come back a little bit too soon. I feel like he still needs to put in some work with himself. Public image, be damned. I didn't. I told y'all his first movie back had to be fucking fire. It had to be yeah. like a big hit, not like good like a acting like he needs like a hit. Will Smith is known for making like big blockbuster movies. Right.
1: Like Bad Boys, Independence yeah. Day. He needs to do something like he's going to put him Nobody in. Nobody like brings up a- Pursuit of Happiness yeah. or Seven Pounds or any of that shit? <laughs> yeah. Seven
2: I I. A lot of people like that. I hated Seven Pounds so I, much.
0: I didn't think it was that bad. I just think he like he he tried a little bit too hard. He tried
2: way too damn hard. I that storyline that it everything about that movie just rang false. This was a important story in American history, and it was fucking exciting. I doubt it was one hundred percent accurate. This was a exciting action movie.
0: Now, do and, you, now, can I ask you a question? Absolutely. Do you think this movie would have uh, played a little bit better with the audience if Will Smith was not the lead? <sighs> Uh, it depends on. I'm not to say, like, try to take your bias out of it because I know you think Antoine Fuqua did a really good job. But if there was like another actor who led this movie, like a Jonathan Majors or somebody like that, somebody who doesn't have like, you know, I don't know, shit, shit on their face for right I, now. I, I hear you,
2: uh, and to, to a certain extent, Will Smith has never gotten past the fact that I'm always seeing Will Smith as the character. I, there's certain like Robert De Niro. When I see him in a movie, I'm saying, "Oh, that's 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 the young Vito Corleone there." I know it's Will Smith. I'm always seeing his characters, even though uh, yeah, I know Mike exa- Lowry.
0: I, I think I know exactly what you're talking. He's about. still Sometimes Will he's, Smith. Like you mm. see an actor, and you know, like you see an actor play a character. Yes, mm-hmm. but only certain actors out there you get lost in thinking, like, oh, I'm like I'm looking at you no know, some like a uh, Benicio del Toro is the one exactly. example I go to like. I know it's Benicio del Toro, but when I'm seeing him in the movie, I feel like I'm not seeing Benicio. Yeah, De- I'm that seeing was, the actual character. That was the that was a
2: whole that was not Benicio del Toro that I saw in Sicario. Yes. That was one just one of the most
0: badass. Like he char- disappears into he, the role. He does like Francis McDermott or even uh, Sam uh, Rockwell. Those yeah, kind of actors, like they really do disappear within the movie. You don't really feel like you're seeing oh. Like, oh, Sylvester Stallone being like a mob guy. Sylvester exactly. Stallone being like a boxer. It's like, no, I'm seeing like this character. Exactly. And it's
2: hard to be that level of actor. and be a- Now, to answer your question, I would say that, yeah, if they would have cast Idris Elba or Chatel Okafor, they probably would have done just as good or even better in this movie. For sure. Yeah, and he was playing, uh his character came from uh from Haiti, so, he had to do that little Creole accent in that, uh, which he did a pretty good job. He had that little Creole accent. I don't know. He did Will, good Will
0: Smith doesn't really do good with accents.
2: He did a pretty decent job, but- You remember like a Concussion? I it never saw like that looked like he had a concussion. Trying to play <laughs> that. I never saw that one. <laughs> like, I saw he it, fucked yeah. that all the way up. Yeah.
0: I was like, no, nah, you just sound like you, just, you drunk right now. I hear
2: you. Like I said, uh, it was to my surprise that I found out that Stringer Bell has a British accent. So, yeah- yeah uh, i couldn't believe when I heard idris elba's actual acts what he actually sounded like when i I was introduced to him as through the wire stringer bell so I thought this guy was just some street guy they found off the off the streets of New York to play a Baltimore drug dealer to my surprise he's a well trained british actor i couldn't believe it um please give this movie a chance i, I'm, I, I it's going to surpass gonna, whatever expectations I'm you gonna yeah. i'm, I'm going to watch it i'm going to watch it
0: this weekend begrudgingly because i'm still like i can't really stomach any more it's like slave movies devotion is kind of on that that edge of me It's like man like they just another movie where they're like black man got to go through all this shit just to be treated equal like ah man i can't do that shit i felt the same way when i watched Hidden Figures or The Help, like all those movies, like they just, I wish they would stop making it because we're so much better than some of these uh, movies that they keep trying to put us in. For sure. Now, granted, we do get into the movie, we do we do kill it for the most part because we can dig deep into something like that, but I, I get tired of watching those movies. I'm with you on that. 12 I'm, I'm, Years a Slave is like one of the most popular one off movies you've ever seen in your life. You watch it once, you're like, I ain't never watched never this shit. Never watching
2: again. this shit again.
0: It was great. It was a good movie, and
2: I'm glad it was made. But it was such a downer. I really have no desire to ever sit through that shit again. Honestly, this movie I don't think you guys will hesitate to watch more than once. I just to see some of the camera shots and some of the action scenes. It's it's, it's good stuff.
0: Yeah, and I'm just not sold on him being a slave. I, you can't convince me that Will Smith would have done just as good as Jamie Foxx and Django.
2: It's a different 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 movie. Different movie. It's both. They try to
0: sell Django's like a slave move, but really. It's really an action movie, yeah, isn't it? it's an action it's and not a really, comedy. Slave, is. <laughs> slavery is just the backdrop of the movie, yeah. but it's really an action movie. It, and it, maybe even partially a love story. And you
2: can you can even call it a western. Yeah, uh, I would say, it was, yeah. a, you can I would say it was
0: like an action western love story before I would say slave movie.
2: Yeah, for sure. But I was laughing my ass off throughout Django. I Jingle. was laughing too, yeah. I, there's. I, I don't remember laughing at all during this. There were <laughs> certain agendas. And like I said, this movie was self-aware that we've seen... So many movies that emphasize the atrocities of slavery. This movie was not going for that. This was just about a man trying to get back to his family and trying to survive in the wilderness while being hunted during slavery times. It's just an action movie that takes place during slavery. That's not what the trailers and previews sold us. That's why I think Apple did a terrible job marketing this.
0: Well, they're trying to market a movie with Will Smith. Coming off I I don't want to say scandal, but you know, controversy. That was a hard sell, right there. Yeah, they
2: should. If they were smart, they would have emphasized the other movies the director of this movie has made. Because um, we're sitting here watching Avatar while we're doing this podcast. That last trailer they showed for Avatar, it when I still I don't know what movie I was at, but I was like, I cannot wait to watch this movie. Now, it's still my least favorite James Cameron movie, but it's still a good movie that I enjoy. But they emphasize, they knew they couldn't sell Sam Worthington starring Sam. Like, who the fuck is Sam Worthington? No. This trailer for this original 2009 Avatar was uh, an action sizzle reel. And during each beat, they were like, from the director of Terminator. Oh, shit. From the, from the director of True Lies. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Oh, and they were just showing... Yeah, they showing yeah, dude getting axed in the chest. Yeah, bow and arrow. It was it was freaking awesome. They should have done the same with with um Emancipation.
0: Well, you are the... trying to sell a slave movie. <laughs> it just takes place I during slavery. I don't know slavery. how the hell that was it's be not... sell for anybody. Maybe during Black History Month.
2: Maybe. It's not a slave movie. They sold it. That was their mistake. Terrible marketing. It's an action movie that takes place during slavery.
0: Yeah, well. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a try. That's about as far as I'm going to go. I'll, I'll try. I
2: am extremely excited to hear what you guys thought about this. I want to see if you guys enjoyed as much as I did because, honestly, I'm just as shocked as anybody in this room that I enjoyed as much as I did because I was not looking forward to watching it. Mm, I'm going to really have to watch it now. Yeah. really have too much good reviews. The critics are wrong on this. And just to point out, if you go on the internet movie database, this movie is going to be sitting probably at a five or a six rating. Amazon owns Internet Movie Database. So anything coming from a alternate streaming streaming service on that site take with a grain of salt. Just remember that Amazon anything Amazon Prime will not be rated below a 7. <clears throat>
0: I, uh, yeah i don't trust that rating anyway so <laughs> you I, shouldn't you see all those stars on those on those damn ratings i'm like man there ain't no way in hell reacher is the same rating as like half this shit on here like, hell no they got this <laughs> yeah re-
2: reacher in the wire <laughs> it's, it's I'm not- like no they should
0: not be even <laughs> close to being the same
3: <laughs>
2: amazon owns internet movie data they bought it out they amazon bought it out a few years
0: back well shit if you're gonna try to create a mon- monopoly yeah that's the way to go it's real talk I mean, all right so they they're doing what they're supposed to be doing all right. Any other new movies? Every that we missed. Mm-hmm, that's it. I'm about to say because I was, I was hoping that he wasn't going to bring up Emancipation. I was like, man, can we just not talk about Will Smith? I, I, I tried. So I gave you guys the
2: heads up the other day with that text message. I felt you guys. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you know.
0: All right. Now we got any uh, news in the cinema series that we need to cover? Y'all got any last thoughts on Avatar before we watch it this weekend?
2: I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to seeing it. Uh, I did hear that if you see it in IMAX, you're going to get exclusive previews for the new Christopher Nolan movie, Oppenheimer. And apparently there's going to be a four-minute featurette with uh, Mr. Tom Cruise himself with Mission Impossible 7. Ooh. Those are going to be IMAX
1: exclusives. That's all right. Um, I don't think I need to see those. It's already $30 for the I say, he gave us a sneak
0: peek <laughs> when we saw the Top Gun. I was like, man, Tom Cruise really knows how to market his he stuff. He really Now, does. whoever does his movies, like, Will Smith needs to hire his ass. Just, just loan them Tom out for like. movie. Tom Cruise
2: has the best agent or the best intuition of all time. Scientology. Yeah. I, I have been... <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Which Will
0: Smith is in as well. Uh, they must have a different level of description <laughs> to that they shit. Do. Like, they do. Tom Cruise got the platinum packets, man. Will Smith's still on like, bronze or some shit.
2: I've always felt that he has one of the best careers of any actor. We're talking about Tom Cruise here. Rarely does this man make... He's. I guarantee if we did a rating... Ninety-five percent of his movies are very good. I, there's been hardly any duds in his career. Will Smith, as much as I like him, he still got Wild Wild West on his resume. Tom, Tom- Cruise has a few.
0: He does have a few. That, that th- look uh, Oblivion was definitely no. I hate underrated. It. I hated that movie. That movie was so terrible. I I'm
2: thought sorry. now that's the movie I thought was going to suck because the previews look like every other sci-fi movie I've ever seen marketed. Surprisingly, Uh, enjoyed Oblivion. uh, What
0: Vanilla Sky? Bad.
2: I now that I like, but I can understand why people hate it.
0: It it was absolutely trash, and I feel like there's one more that's in there that
2: you're not going to put Eyes Wide Shut in that category.
0: No, not Eyes Watch. No, I don't really care about that. Like what to, about geez, that
2: rock and roll movie we had the Rock long, of Ages, that's what it was. I never said that, but it looked like crap. I don't know. I don't want
0: to <laughs> I don't want well, he's in the movie. That's like me giving credit for him being in um Tropic Thunder and he did so well. I got to give him credit was for when awesome. he's in a bad one. So yeah, that was kind of like, uh, I don't know, Tom Cruise should have done that one. But you know, the it's a mummy. Had, oh, fuck. I forgot about that. One. awful.
2: Now that's the worst Time Cruise movie I've ever seen. The Mummy is by far the worst time cruise I would
0: probably give it to Oblivion. I can't, Oblivion, I'm Ob- Oblivion was so bad, it's by far to me the worst time cruise movie. I, I thought that know.
2: movie was surprisingly
0: good. I I I thought I'd had And I seen some and I've seen some old time cruise movies that are, that are pretty like, Yeah, like he he, he probably could have done a little bit.
2: You're not gonna say anything bad I, about I Days of like, Thunder, are you?
0: No, I feel like Cocktails is very overrated.
2: That's not my favorite. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, that's yeah. He was young. That's not one of my favorite movies of his or that decade. It is
0: overrated, and I feel like he has like another movie when he was younger. I think it was called like Taps or something. Where it was kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like it, it's just whatever. Mm. Yeah, like he has he has a few of those where you just kind of like you just look at each other and it's like, man, do we really like this Tom Cruise movie or we just acting like it like it was good?
2: Most a a listers have those movies, but for the amount of movies he's done. His uh, his ratio is yeah his batting than average most. is very high. Batting average is extremely high.
0: So yeah, I'll I'll give that to him. I'll give that to mm-hmm. him. I'm not going to take that away from him. But I feel like he doesn't have one bad like Mission Impossible movie at all. Yeah. maybe the second one if the, you really want to call it yes, that one.
2: Which I'm still baffled because John Woo made that, and I worship at the altar of Face Off and the Killer and Hard Boiled.
0: Uh, he, he he made a for of money. And it looked like it was made for the money. It was way too stylized for me. Yeah,
2: I think the studio messed up. Every time
0: I see a fucking dove, I'm like, oh, man, here we go. Yeah, the studio is
2: like, hey, you, put. we know you put some more doves in there. Mm-hmm. Paramount messed that one up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, climb a mountain. It's
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Ain't no <laughs> doves
2: up here. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, that movie had some of the best marketing ever. Those trailers for Mission Possible 2, I thought I was really going to see something great um real quickly uh, i went on that tangent with emancipation i just want to make this quick i think this is pretty important to bring up um hbo max which has currently joined in a in a huge corporate partnership with wb discovery
0: oh i heard about this i forgot to bring this up last week we
2: all grew up with the companies hbo the discovery channel and warner brothers we've we were just talking about Lethal Weapon. We're used to seeing that Warner Bros. logo where you see the Warner Bros. lights. All of us. The fact that these three major companies are now all one is just a sign of the times. And they have recently canceled the show Westworld. Shows get canceled all the time. Westworld. I I bailed out halfway through the second season. I thought the first season of Westworld was one of the best seasons of television I've ever seen.
0: It was incredible. I remember watching that first. I think I told you all about that. Like, Westworld was binge-worthy as hell. Binge-worthy as hell. It was... Easily one of the best shows ever ever written based off that first season. Just off that
2: first... It was fire. Yeah, for sure. So I'm still baffled that they lost me so much in season two. Because uh, they really went off the. I got the like
0: I got like a few episodes into season two, and I started to think like, okay, this is not going. To not going
2: boy. anywhere. Um, not having um, Anthony Perkins, or I'm sorry, Anthony Hopkins' character in that sex season really hurt
0: it. Oh yeah, I forgot what happened at the end of season one. Yep. Yes, that,
2: that that really hurt it a lot, and then all the mystery about the 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 man in black. We knew who he was at the end of season one.
0: Yeah, but they had some really good actors, Jeffrey Wright.
2: Jeffrey Wright, but he was even sidelined in season two.
0: He was. I feel like they were they were leaning more for um, um, Evan Rachel Wood and Tessa Thompson and uh, Thady Newton.
2: They were. Absolutely were. And
0: it wasn't, wasn't bad, but I was like, man, they just would have carried on what they did with the first season. Oh. This, this show could have been like one of the top five shows of all time. Of all time.
2: Oh, yeah. They should just make season two a prequel series with Jeffrey Wright and Anthony Hopkins' character. There you go. Well, Jeffrey Wright doesn't make a bad movie. He does not. He he's, he's one of the best actors working. Um, not only did they – shows he cancel at time. They have – Completely removed Westworld from HBO Max. It hasn't happened yet, but it's coming through the next week or two. I was going to say, did it happen already? Not yet, but it's they 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 came out and announced it that it's not going to be on HBO Max, which is kind of like a sales call <laughs> for the highest bidder. We don't want it anymore.
0: Yeah, but why get why delete it though? Why can't you just keep the catalog? They there? they
2: even came out and said it. So this is a big deal for all the actors who haven't who aren't Tom Cruise and Will Smith out here. You make your money off residuals. Yep. So now that we live in the streaming era, you don't, it's hard to make your money off of reruns showing on Fox and NBC. You make your residual money now on how long your TV shows are on a streaming service. If your TV show is not on a streaming service, you can forget about that $20,000 paycheck coming in every other month. So it's it's obvious it's a money saver. It's obvious Westworld cost a lot of money to make, and they didn't want to pay those probably high price residuals that they got to give to Jeffrey Wright and Anthony Hopkins, Ed Harris. They don't want to pay that. So they're in their minds, they're saying, hey, we can save maybe $10 million a year just by getting this off our network. I, I think that's a bad sign for the times. That's a bad sign for the times where you – a network can just straight up dump you like that. It's
0: that is pretty cold. uh, It's
2: cold. It's cold. And they know that that they can afford to keep it on there until they find another bidder. They're just trying to save an extra couple million for the CEOs and executives. It's greed and it's wrong for people making far less money that you did not have to put in the creative effort to. That's pretty terrifying. Also my most anticipated movie of 2023 Spider-Man Across the Universe dropped a trailer today. Did you guys get a chance to watch it? I did. Uh, Any I did. Imp- first impressions? Uh, I have seen
0: it. I, I think it's going to be good, but it looks like the first one was still a masterpiece. That I don't think they can't match it. I don't
2: think you'll, they'll be able to top it either.
0: Yeah, I, I,
2: I'm i still shocked how much I fell in love with that first one. They they won't be able to top it. Yeah. But I was, and I, I, I use my words
0: it. very carefully. The first one was a masterpiece.
2: It was a masterpiece. You, you no, know, that's even an understatement. I think we're lucky to be alive while this movie came out. I was not ready for that emotional wreck that I was after seeing that. Oh, that movie was great um and then of course, the big elephant in the room, James Cameron's back in the movie business, Avatar two's coming out after waiting for thirty years to follow up the original yeah um the still to this day, the only movie to ever make $2 billion overseas alone. Still to this day, the highest grossing movie worldwide of all time is getting a sequel.
0: Um, it it's just, pretty crazy. I, pretty I, crazy. I, I I just feel not as excited as I was for the first one. Now, the first one was a slow build, like you said, because we went over the numbers last week, how it, it only dropped like 5% from week one to yeah. week two. I'm not for seeing this one doing that because the projection so I far I think they're projecting it is going to be they come in at like 150 which is lower than what Black Panther Wakanda Forever did yeah which but is,
2: still double what the original made
0: yeah but I don't think it's going to have the same legs like the it's first not. one it, it, it probably won't then again it all depends on the international market and how that's going to go
2: at which one of the few Hollywood blockbusters getting a China release I know so I, I honestly think this movie's going to make at least $300 million in China alone. Um, And they are the biggest box office market in the world right now, just because how many so damn so many people they got over there. But um, yeah, if just take a look at the highest grossing movies worldwide over the past five years, there'll be some Chinese movies you guys have never heard of that gross $800 million just in China alone. Mm. They can put up those kind of numbers out Avatar has a chance to be in that category. Avatar could make close to a billion dollars in China alone. Um, That first one in 2009, this is no inflation at all, almost made $3 billion. That is insane. Changed the whole entertainment landscape. We were talking in previous episodes. They start selling 3D TVs. They start trying to make every damn major movie in 3D that didn't need to be. Um, it's not going to reach that level of hype. And I definitely don't think it will here in the United States that the original had. But this is still going to be one of the biggest movies ever made just from the overseas alone. This movie is guaranteed to make at least $1.5 billion overseas alone. I, 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 if I had to make a prediction, I don't think this movie's going to outgross Top Gun Maverick. But I do think this movie is going to make... Probably around the five hundred, six hundred million dollar range here in North America. It'll probably be the second highest-grossing movie of the year in the, in North America. But I think it's pretty much a given. This is going to be the highest-grossing movie of this year worldwide, and will eventually be one of the top ten highest-grossing movies ever. If it's good, uh, we haven't seen it yet. If it's half as good as the original, I think that's pretty much a guarantee at this point.
0: Well, I don't have any doubt that it's going to do very well. I'm still a little bit skeptical on what kind of new wrinkle he's gonna add into the whole 3d movie genre that's been going on the last ten years since he's put out that first masterpiece I'll, I'll call it a masterpiece it was it was very good as far as the aesthetic of what he did with 3d movies agreed groundbreaking i I'm not gonna lie I watched it at least four times in theater like when it first came out at least three of them was in 3d I just could not stop watching it was incredible to watch but this one I'm kind of like eh, okay whatever like it's coming out I have to watch it. Almost it's like a job right now. Like yeah, I'm gonna watch it, but I'm like, I'm not, I'm not too pumped about sitting there for like three hours to watch some 3D movie because you know, first off, I hate fucking wearing 3D glasses. Same here. Yeah. It's gonna I, be tough. I, it annoys the shit out of me. It's like, and I'm just hoping <laughs> that he has, at the very least, a really good storyline because just watching the first one. It's kind of like yeah. It has some good parts in it, but some parts in there it, it really dragged, and I don't want a three-hour movie to feel like it's dragging.
2: Yeah, I didn't need to see them holding hands, chanting around a tree, trying to bring Sigourney Weaver back
0: to life. If they can make like a a three <laughs> D version like that, like it's like the the excitement that we had watching Infinity War, like Avengers, like that was a perfect movie that you can watch with action all the way through, and it feels like it does not slow down at any point. Yeah,
2: I'm not expect. I I was hoping that be with the original Avatar. It wasn't. It did have a slow parts. But good lord, it was transfixing, and this is a must to see in 3D and in the theater. That is what I'm most thankful for. And as a humongous, gigantic James Cameron fan, there's still slight disappointment that he's dedicated the tail end of his career to making three more Avatar movies after this, as opposed to more original content. I, I feel like he I'm ain't gonna being be robbed. alive for all this. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he's got billions of dollars. to Make he'll stay. He'll find. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be an avatar. Twelve himself. years to make this one. Damn it, man! Thirteen no,
3: years.
0: No, I just stick to what works. Yeah, because he tried to. He tried to circle the wagons and come back to Terminator. We all see how that turned out.
2: He didn't. No, he was. He they threw his name in there into the producer credit. Wasn't he a writer? He he created the character. He's always gonna get writing credit. So just like I uh, thought, he
0: was an actual writer for that Terminator. Where the fuck? It, not Genesis. What the fuck was it? Uh,
2: the one where they brought Linda Hamilton back. Yeah, where they
0: had like the, it, the it girl was the, was the savior. Uh, yeah, the female the little, empowerment the Latino
1: one. girl.
2: Yeah, yeah. He, he got. I didn't know he was, but I know he created the character. So anytime you make a, a Terminator movie, his name has to be on the credits. His character created by. He gets a writing credit, but I know he did come back as a producer. Because uh, I
0: remember they were selling the shit out of it like James Cameron Returns like who gives a shit? They Make they, a good
2: movie. They do that. They did that with Jurassic World like from producer, executive producer Steven Spielberg. Yeah. He didn't direct yeah. it. They did it with Transformers. Executive producer Steven Spielberg yeah. Michael Bay.
0: I get it. it. I get it. You gotta do what you gotta do to sell the movies. Best For sure. Can. For sure. Yeah but I, I'll, I'll give it a try. I'm still skeptical about where they're going with Avatar but I'll give it a try. I'll watch it. I'm not holding my breath for something amazing. I just like just make a really good story, and you know. I don't uh, think
2: you're gonna get you're gonna get a visual feast for the eyes.
0: I'm probably story- gonna get a visual a visual fucking headache <laughs> watching a 3D movie for three hours. Man, I, I guarantee I'm gonna be leaving that theater, man, head throbbing. I'm gonna need some ibuprofen. No, is it sometimes it can be too much. 3D movies they can they just be exhausting after a while?
2: Um, th- true. Uh, this I'll is probably one watch of,
0: it at the very least in IMAX 3D. I'm still tossing up a coin if I. Really you have wanna. to see this in 3D. Like I said,
2: every other 3D movie you've seen in the theaters were not shot with 3D cameras. Okay, that's why Avatar looks so freaking amazing, and that's why I. W- I there's no way in hell i would pay to see this if it wasn't in 3D. This is a must. They would. Every single shot is designed for 3D. Every other movie after that, or after the original Avatar was shot in 2D, designed for 2D, and they converted it to 3D for certain screens just to get more money out your pocket. And the results were lackluster, to say the least. This is designed for 3D, and I can't wait to sit for three hours and watch the James camera screw my eyeballs over. I'm looking forward to it. But I'm, I'm not hyped because, like I said, that original was pretty much Pocahontas, Dances with Wolves retold with blue aliens so I was a little disappointed on that but I was transfixed with the film craft on display and from the person that gave us Terminator and Alien 2 and True Lies I expected more from a story standpoint but I, I think that's secondary unfortunately and I'm not expecting it to reach those highs that I got with True Lies and Terminator 2 but visual-wise, I, I I don't think we'll see anything better until Avatar 3 comes
0: out. Well, the fans are going to get what they want. Just a nice, visual, epic movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm hoping the best for the fans, at the very least. And mm-hmm. James Caron, you know, you know, just thank you for all that you've done so far. I'm not going to kick your back in too much. but You're know, not was, kind. You're a titan in the industry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you made me sit through Titanic like five or six times, <laughs> man. <laughs> The stuff we'll do to get ass, I swear. To god. <laughs> oh my god, v- double, double VHF man, Let me shut up. Man. Yeah, I remember that double VHF Oh my god, when you put, I just like, man, can we just put it in the second? <laughs> yeah, like fuck let's this first the man. Yeah. Like this, just like bring on the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck about this love story. It turns
2: man. to a pretty awesome movie once the water starts sinking. Yeah, for sure. Oh man, like the band plays as <laughs> the
0: ship goes down. That's what I'm all about, man. I'm like, all right, let's hurry and get this shit over with. <laughs> Special right. effects still hold up great. If you all seen right. That. Hitting gems this week. Now, if y'all don't mind, I'll take lead because I already got mine. I saved mine. I did my homework already. Now, I'm going to give you guys a holiday hitting gem because, you know, Christmas time is upon us. I like to watch my holiday movies. I just watched uh, old Chevy Chase, that old asshole, that lovable asshole that we all know about. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, Christmas vacation is a staple in my house. And that's when I can always get my family together, come downstairs and watch the movie. Together. Christmas vacation is still our shit. And I go gonna lie once I watch it every once in a while I keep thinking to myself like a lot of this shit don't make no fucking sense like how he chopped down that that big ass tree with no axe like, that makes no fucking sense how he that get it on top of the car that tree wouldn't fit in the house how I mean, he dragged yeah. this big motherfucker to his yeah. car like a lot of this a lot of that stuff in that movie was just like is this really funny I just look at it with a different
1: brain you now, gotta but. watch uh, Elaine's and the neighbors they're funny as hell like they just they just are having a rough time with everything they just can't they believe you got the they could audacity. not keep a window yeah they, they, <laughs> <laughs> the police jumped in their house right Raid their house first. That was real funny. I love those uh, silver jogging suits. Yeah. <laughs> was... The lights was blinding them, they were falling, falling off the balcony. Oh, that husband had a real
2: bad <laughs> he had a real bad time at
0: home. That husband was getting it bad. Where are you gonna put that thing?
1: What you bend over? I'll show you where I put it. Uh, got attacked by a <laughs> big ass
0: <squirrel> <laughs> Man, that squirrel fucked her up. Hell yeah. So <laughs> oh, this, this is a staple in my house, but one that I I remember I saw like maybe a few years ago. I thought was like a nice little sneaky little hit in gym as far as being like a holiday. I don't want to say a holiday classic, but a a good quality holiday movie is called Almost Christmas. It has Danny Glover, it has Monique, it has Nicole Ari Parker, has Gabrielle Union, has a uh, is it Rami Malko? I can never pronounce his fucking name. Rami Malcolm, something like that. And uh, J B Smooth. It is just a nice quality, like African American, like, holiday film right there. Now, this one I think came out in, like, 2015, 16, whatever, like, basically, like, the husband like, just loses his wife, like, the year before and basically he's trying to, you know, get the family all together, and y'all, if y'all ever seen any black holiday film whatsoever, we are... The most dysfunctional people on the planet. We cannot get a family together without having some fucking drama. And every single holiday movie we have, we always have to, you know, show that drama. It's always like, for sure, you know, the, a family lie that comes out in the open, and like it's always like some kind of like uh, somebody with a gambling problem, like somebody that's cheating on a wife. All those holiday like like <laughs> criteria are met in every black film it feels like in any holiday movie. Soul Fool did it almost Christmas. This Christmas, like it, it goes on and on and on as far as a holiday movie. They need to rewrite that whole rule. But for this one, mm. uh, for once again, my uh my saying ovation for Danny Glover. I'm gonna keep it going with him for this holiday movie that he made. I thought it was a really good quality movie. I think it's on uh Hulu, I believe. Either Hulu or HBO Max. I'm sorry, but yeah, I gotta look it up. But I think if y'all have a, like a nice little family get together and watch like a nice little holiday movie with your family, I think Almost Christmas is gonna gonna do pretty well for you guys. So I think that'll be the hidden gem for me this week. Almost Christmas with Danny Glover. Mm-hmm. All right, what y'all got for us?
1: Good stuff, though. Good. Stuff. What you, got? you want me to go? Um, you ever seen? I got this movie. It's called uh, Tammy. You ever seen Tammy? Tammy. Is that with, with, uh, with Lisa Jason, McCarthy? Melissa McCarthy and Jason? Bateman. I remember pretty for sure that. Okay.
0: Oh yeah, that's. Wait, amazing. is that the? No, that's not the. Oh damn,
1: Tammy was. Damn,
0: what the hell is I want? The one I was thinking about with uh, Jason Bateman where she stole his
1: identity. That's it. This is it. Yeah, Tammy. Oh, Is that was the them? one, Tammy. Yeah, yeah. Tammy stole uh, Jason. Bateman. Then she steal Jason Bateman. I thought Tammy was something else where she was like she was trying to rob a, like a, a fucking like convenience okay. store or well, some maybe dumb that's, shit. Maybe that's what I had. I had. Something. I think Let the me- one you're talking about with Jason. I think it was called identity theft identity theft. That's the name of it. Identity theft. I, I, remember, was, that oh, word, I, I remember that one because I remember Jason Bateman. Yeah, his
0: dry fucking humor always kills yeah, so me every single that's time. That's the
1: one I was thinking of was identity theft. Tammy, I've seen Tammy. She burned up that RV. She blew the yes, RV up. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah. she was working at like a, a, a fast food restaurant or something. But I'm going to do identity theft with Jason Bateman because I like Jason Bateman so much. Uh, Melissa McCarthy steals his identity and she's down there buying like fucking ski and damn cars. And she, that's what she does. She's an identity theft. Uh, thief, and she just still she got gets him in serious trouble, gets him fired from his job almost, and so he has to go down to Florida. He like finds her, uh, finds out how where she's at, like IP address or something, and uh, tries to get her to come back to where he lives so she can confess everything and uh it's just a good time uh him trying to force her to come back to where he lived i think he lived in like chicago or something oh, and she yeah. was like this miami to come back to yeah now. yeah and so um I had Amanda he's got the dude from uh t-1000 uh he's in it uh, robert patrick he's the, the, yeah, the, yeah robert uh, patrick yeah well, the Morris chestnut john favreau is yeah, yeah, also yeah, in there yep yep, yep. Heck and, of the uh, cast. Uh, it's a it's a real funny part because it's it's crazy that uh she stays in a hotel because he he finally gets her to to, uh, to try to come back with him because she ruined his life because she bought all this shit with his name. And uh, she's in there getting smashed by like a cowboy or something, like with, with, with white, white tidy whities on. And Jason Bateman just laying in the other bed with the pillow on his head. So <laughs> and he's like, this fat bitch. You know what I mean? Like, he can't <laughs> believe the audacity. And it's just hilarious. It's funny as hell. <laughs> that movie is really That's funny. It's funny. Huh? And uh, they end up having a good time. They end up actually becoming like pretty cool at the end. She ends up going to jail for everything she did, but she gets out. And, um, <laughs> oh, don't even he, 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 like, visit her at yeah, the end Yeah, he movie, actually whatever. gets her a new life at the end like to help her get back on her feet because she wasn't a bad person. She just had a bad upbringing. And that's all she knew how to do was steal and, and manipulate and and that's how she got by by just she just stealing credit cards and stuff like that, so I didn't the i I wanted to say tammy because i I thought her name was Tammy, but that is a movie called Tammy, but uh, yeah, I
0: remember I saw both those. yeah, like miss McCarthy she's, she's under she's she underrated is. she's funny. underrated she was she's one of the that.
2: hottest things smoking in
0: Hollywood oh, for yeah. a while, oh yeah, so yeah, she uh, was like kind of like the it girl that Hollywood was like really pushing for it and until she made that damn Ghostbusters movie. yeah, uh, she was on a pretty good role.
1: Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I think that that's movie. on Amazon, Identity Theft. And then Tammy is actually on HBO Max, so if you want to watch that one, too. But if you like Melissa McCarthy, you like Jason Bateman, you got uh, Morris Chestnut in there. Uh, it's a good time. It's a really good, funny movie. Nice little date night, movie Friday, whatever, Saturday night. So No, because I, yeah. got, I got a little bit of a crush on Melissa I don't McCarthy. think she's bad. She's not ugly no, or she's, nothing, though. No, she's, she looks She's pretty. really she's very pretty, and, yeah.
0: it, and if she's funny, yeah, that I find that far more attractive. Yeah, than and looks. she's hilarious. If yeah. you're hilarious,
1: yeah. man, I'm going to be looking at you like, man, look at this. Six <laughs> years funny girl yep. over here. Yep. That oh, is yeah. a big turn on. Yeah. So him, her, and Jason Bateman got a uh, a unique <laughs> dynamic there. So that's that was a funny time for me. So yeah.
0: No, because I remember for real, like, what uh, was that one part of the movie where she tried to make a run for it? And she And she was run. like, sprinting at he was like walking, walking. right beside her. It's like, where are you going? Like, for real. <laughs>
1: oh, man. She was crazy. She wrecked, a, she wrecked the van that had the T-1000, Robert, what's his name? Robert Patrick? Robert, yep. She wrecked him, and he flipped all over in the van and broke his neck damn near. So, yeah, it's a good time. It's a funny movie. She She's definitely uh, going to have you laughing. So,
0: it was yeah. a definitely a lot better than that, that damn movie she made with Sandra Bullock.
1: Oh, yeah. Actually, I watched that. Strike Force or whatever the hell they no, called it.
0: It was like uh, something Heat or something. Like oh yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you. Were talking I can't. About- I can't remember exactly what it was. But I kept thinking like, man, this movie could have been so much yeah, better. Like this been- whole buddy cop movie with Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy, it just didn't hit the spot. No, she did a good
1: it, job in this one. Too. No,
0: I remember that. That was that was low key like one one of the funnier movies that I've seen with Jason Bateman in, and I thought that was really good. All right, Ryan. let in this with a bang. What you got for us?
1: Um,
2: my motivation for my uh, hidden gem came off an of internet rumor that's going around right now, where they're saying that they think they know who the next James Bond is going to be. Have oh, you guys heard
0: you, uh, the one uh, Quicksilver guy? Yeah, exactly. I Aaron heard about Taylor that too. Johnson. I'm not mad at that. I'm not. I'm not totally mad at that. It could be. It could be worse because I, I, I thought he did really good in Bullet Train.
2: He have you was, seen that one? I have, which I enjoyed actually. Bullet Train
0: was. Bullet way Train was actually unexpected. really good. Thank God for. Uh, not Amazon, but Netflix finally putting that out on the stream. And I thought that movie was really funny. It
2: was hilarious. Um, yeah. Michael Shannon uh, popped up. I didn't know he was in it till I saw it. Shocked to see uh, Ryan Reynolds' cameo in there. I didn't.
1: I know. I that get
0: tired of his fucking cameo. Good lord. That was so interesting. He just will not sit down somewhere. He will not. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus man, Christ, he Ryan Reynolds, man! Can't you just just sit back and make another Deadpool?
2: <laughs> he needs to. Uh, that may actually made me a fan. Of his, I was never a huge fan. I thought he ruined the Blade franchise, actually, but um, he did. Uh, he, yes, he he did.
0: Re- it wasn't all his fault, but yeah, it was. He he completely ruined that movie for me. Him and his feeling, his wanna be funny ass. I'm like, man, sit the fuck down, somewhere, uh-huh. Ryan Reynolds.
2: This is like, not Wesley what I on to... screen. Know who you're with? <laughs> yeah, I didn't.
0: I didn't go to see that. To
2: see a, a comedy with uh, the other girl. Uh, oh, Jessica Biel? Jessica Biel, yeah. They try to put two of the hottest actors of the time in there.
0: Beautiful woman, but not a great actress. Not a
2: great actress. Uh, she's good running from Chainsaws, but yeah. Other than that. <laughs> oh, damn. I forgot she was in that. Yeah, she was. One of the better remakes, actually. Okay. Uh, um, but um, at least they're trying to cast somebody who's over the age of 30. I don't like the idea of a young punk, James Bond. This has to be a uh, grown-ass man with life experience who can handle himself in any room. You can't have anybody under the age of 30, so it could be worse. I still think we are going to miss out on the perfect James Bond, which is Idris Elba, so I don't think we're going to get that. And it's a long shot, but with Amazon owning MGM now, their go-to guy is Michael B. George. So if it's not going to be my Idris Elba, it looks like, even though I think he's perfect, don't be surprised if they really swing for the fences and go and Amazon goes with their go-to actor Michael B Jordan for the next James Bond. You heard it here first. Nah, that wouldn't work. He's got range. That's that's not I think Idris uh, Elba is perfect. And, yeah, but to play a spy though? Uh, you got to be like We're talking about Michael B
0: Jordan or Idris Elba. Uh, you know? Michael B Jordan, Idris Elba, I uh yeah, he could, but the problem is I I think they they waited too long for that window for him. I think he's a little bit too old. He can't. True. he' got to have like at least a ten year run.
2: I, I hear you. I, I really like. Think-
0: like, granted, he's in good shape, but I think you wanted to see him like you know younger, like how Daniel Craig started out. Well,
2: he was mid thirties, and keep in mind uh, Pierce Bronson was mid to late forties when he was in his first movie Goldeneye. Well,
0: yeah. Well, he's aging like wine.
2: True. Very true.
0: He's still doing action movies now at his age, right now. So <laughs> yeah, he's I'm not, a black I'm not, Adam. He's still black. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not too mad at that, but I, if Idris Elba was like Stringer Bell, like that age, like yeah, I, but right now, no, like it, like John Boyega I, has a better chance of being James Bond than uh, Idris Elba. I, I, I hear that, and I I, I don't think
2: uh, you just have to be over the age of thirty. So I do think you could play into his age element in that. Cause by far Daniel Craig was the most physical James Bond. You just have to have charisma and look good in a suit, and you're James Bond. Doesn't matter what color you are. Got to have charisma, look good in a suit, and you gotta people gotta believe that you can bang any girl in the room. With that in mind, this was the inspiration for my hidden gem. Up until Daniel Craig made Casino Royale, my favorite James Bond movie was the first movie that Roger Moore made. And that is Live and Let Die from 1973. Now, Casino Royale is still my favorite, but I hate that damn theme song that starts the movie out um, like the, all James Bond movies. Start with the with the title cards and the theme song playing. But by far the best James Bond opening credit scene with the theme song is Live and Let Die with starring Roger Moore by Paul McCartney of Beatles fame. That live and let die song is fucking awesome. And one of the only James Bond movies with a predominantly black cast. Uh, Not the main
0: reason why I like it, but it freaking works. I've never seen any of the Roger Moore ones, so I'm gonna I'm not gonna chime in on that one. Please, do yourself a favor. Um,
2: Moonraker is one of the worst ones you'll ever see in your life. It came off the Star Wars hype. It sucks. But Live and Let Die and For Your Eyes Only are good James Bond movies. This was uh Roger Moore's first James Bond movie and it's it's pretty freaking awesome. Uh real live stunts. You can there's a pretty awesome car chase halfway through the movie. No CGI, just stunt drivers, good filmmaking. You'll see a stuntman jump on the backs of Three or four crocodiles to get out of, off out of a trap, and great stunt work, no CGI. Arnold Schwarzenegger racer alligators; these are real alligators where stuntman put his life in danger to jump off <laughs> to escape one of the bad guys' plans. And real quick synopsis: James Bond is investigating a few murders of some other British secret agents, and he comes into contact with a heroin dealer in Louisiana by the name of. Mr. Big. And if you were one of those unlucky souls who had to play me in GoldenEye on Nintendo 64 back in the day. Which is damn near everybody. Oh, if you were one of unlucky souls that got shot up by me back in the day, my favorite character on that was Baron Samedi, the tall black guy with the white suit and white hat on there. And he is the henchman in this. Um, Freaking awesome. Uh, Mr. Big, he's played by the guy from homicide life on the streets and uh what the it's like uh, what the heck is that guy's name did i write it down uh catholic koto i think it is but the black guy from homicide life on the streets that guy and if you're a fan of the original alien movie like i am the black guy that got killed in that, (laughs) so i should put a face on him but yeah uh one of the longest running franchises of all time I hope they get this next casting right. I thought Daniel Craig did a great job as James Bond. And, uh, yeah, this is one of the more important roles in all of Hollywood. I don't hate Aaron Tyler Johnson's casting, but I hope I hope they keep going around. He's a, Maybe, good, he's
0: a good actor. He's
2: not – I don't seem – <coughs> prove me wrong. If you cast him, prove me wrong because I didn't think Daniel Craig would work either and Casino Royale ended up being my favorite James Bond movie. But up until that time, and I'm a huge fan of all the Pierce Bronson movies except uh, the third one. So I love the much lambasted one with Halle Berry I like. But he made one before that that had uh, Denise Richards in it. Everybody hates that one. Oh, my God. I was so hyped for that. And it sucks so bad. So, yeah. um, Live and Let Die, 1973. Action fan. James Bond fan if you haven't seen it put that on your watch list an underrated classic
0: okay I I am not mad at that at all not mad at that at all Jonah, well, another great episode now I'm looking forward to watching uh Avatar this oh, weekend yeah. Hopefully we can all Go to the same theater Ryan I'm sure you're Going to bootleg it Somewhere <laughs> <laughs> no, no I, just, I, I can't, you, can't I you
1: gotta Get you some of them Got Old schooled, uh, 3D <laughs> glasses With the red and blue yeah. Open oh, like up <laughs> some old cereal boxes <laughs> <laughs> See, Come in like a, a box of Cheerios <laughs> <and> <laughs> shit. Yeah, Like oh man
0: that'll work. that'll work Oh, That'll be the worst 3D movie ever <laughs> so, Like I don't think James Cameron wanted me To watch like this <laughs> yeah. like, like these avatars Look really really Fucked up <laughs> A little blurry here uh-huh. Good. Yeah but I but I hope y'all have a good time watching it this weekend. If we don't see it in the same theater at the very least, whoever sees it first, just give me a heads up. if it's mm-hmm. actually going to be all the way worth it. Cause if it's, if it's not, I'll just push my shit all the way to Sunday. I'll just take my day. day I I'll, see I'll go to like a, you know, little matinees, save me a few bucks. Because I'm not looking forward to like spending all that damn money. I'm gonna try to get one of my kids sick and keep the ass. Their <laughs> That's a like, great parent. Yeah. I'm like, man, you got the sniffles. Man, sit your ass down, man. There ain't no way in hell you come to a theater and spreading your germs with other people, man. We gotta be responsible like that. I like that. No, I I try my best to save money. It's Christmas time, man. Like shit, the last hell thing you yeah. need right now is a, another big ass bill. And the last thing we want is to go spend money on you know people that don't even watch the movie because you know how my wife falls asleep at any damn thing. I do not need her falling asleep on Avatar with those 3D glasses on. I'm going to be mad (laughs) as hell. I'm like, give me my $30 back. i wasting my money. I don't
1: see how she can. She'd probably be up for that one.
0: You'd be surprised, man. I I know people that fall asleep in the middle of a club. (laughs) It's weird. They can fall asleep any damn way. (laughs) I'm I'm
1: one of those people, actually. I can fall
2: asleep anywhere. Even for stuff I'm excited about, like... Nice. yeah Sean saw me I was
1: hyped for that new Batman movie came uh, out this, yep. this came near <laughs> oh, to go yeah, to I remember, this came near us. to go to sleep you and a dude, dude uh, in front of us was knocked out or next to us it was a guy next to us and Ryan was sitting here and me and uh, Lazy was sitting here and Ryan was the guy next to her was asleep and Ryan sleep. And then all the quiet parts is them two snoring. <laughs> Everybody looking back like, yeah, who is that? Man, I'm looking straight ahead like, ain't me. And uh, both of them just knocked out. But that dude next, Ryan finally woke up with the dude on the other side of us. He came there just to sleep. He didn't eat none of his popcorn. His popcorn never been touched. I'm like, God, right, man, this dude came here just to get a nap. <laughs> There's a dude with a Batman suit Oh, yeah, a big-ass Batman walking around. Man. Oh, man, that's, uh, that's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. That's so. fucking funny. Sorry, but I Sorry.
2: I know Lacey was probably pissed. Like, <laughs> sleep <laughs> with my, my boyfriend. boyfriend. Get your, get <laughs> your ass off oh, my boyfriend, right? you out, man.
1: <laughs> dude came here just to go to sleep, man. That pissed <laughs>
0: me off when I hear somebody falling asleep. I'm like, man, wake your ass up, man. <laughs> you could have yeah. went home for that bullshit, man. <laughs> No man, but ain't gonna, it. Be, ain't, no, ain't gonna be no falling asleep on this one, man. Just, it's too much money. Just, it's gonna, it's gonna be a good you know, cinema weekend. I'm gonna watch Emancipation. I'm gonna get my bias out of the way, and I'm gonna try to watch Avatar at least once. If it's really good, I'll go watch it twice. But you know, I'm I'm not gonna hold my breath for something that's gonna be amazing and unless he did something completely different than he did in the first one. I'm just gonna be somewhat. Mild on my excitement So I'll just hold back On a little bit
2: I think we're all In that boat Yeah we're, we're not Holding our breath We're not super yeah. excited But I think we all know This is what we need To see in the theater To fully appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. So that, that's worth Getting excited about At the very least
0: Alright well ladies and gentlemen Thank y'all for tuning in to Cinemax Savants Once again the greatest podcast in the world You can find us on iTunes You can find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio Pretty much everywhere you find your podcasts That's where we are Look us up on Facebook, like, subscribe, share this episode With your family and friends And I hope you guys have a good weekend And have a good night everybody See you all next week Good night
1: That song